everyone. Welcome back to the Direct to Video Connoisseur podcast. As always, this is Matt here. And this week, I am joined by Ty from Comeuppance Reviews. Welcome back, Ty. Hey, it's me, Ty. No breath this time. Shout out, though. It's like, yeah, so. this, this is a unique one because, um, yeah. you know, I, I'd done a, a solo Bruce Willis episode and, uh, and Ty listened to it and thought, hey, it'd be kind of fun to do the same thing. But I think yeah. there was a mindset of like, Brett probably wouldn't be as interested in. in, in and he wasn't. <laughs> exactly. So so, so we're going to do it. It's, it's going to be a little bit of a unique um, format from what we, we usually do, where we usually do like the five movies a piece of a person. We're just doing it kind of similar to that Willis one. We're going to look at two Willis films that are on streaming and uh, yeah, just kind of discuss them. Sounds fun to me. A double Hulu, you know, American Siege and A Day to Die. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You could have your own Hulu Willis Film Fest with the, the number of Willis on Hulu. That's a great point. And I another point I was going to mention to you uh, before we start recording was this could be a whole new kind of podcast. Well, an offshoot. Like all the Willis movies that he's made. I know we've seen some of them already here and there. Yeah. But if you just run them all down, you know, from set up to now, you know, it's like that's yeah. where it started. Yeah. And and it's interesting, too, because one of the things I didn't realize when I did the episode before, I didn't really dig as far in the past on his filmography as I probably should have. But this whole, like, eight or nine movies a year is a relatively new thing, like the past couple of years. Yes. He was only doing a couple um, of these kinds of movies. Because I read that he had, like, a 10-year-plus contract with Emmett Furla Films. Yeah. So it's like, okay, now I see. Because if you go back to set up in 2011 or 2012, I guess... Then he does Fire of Fire, and then he does like Precious Cargo and Marauders. Yeah, and uh, it was easier, I think, for people to keep up. And it's funny, I yeah. did notice because um, Todd Gaines uh, from Bulletproof, he's kind of uh, the 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 unofficial or maybe even official at this point, uh, Bruce Willis film chronicler. Um, he's like, <laughs> great job. He's exactly. on the Willis beat, you know. Exactly, and and he has managed. It looks like he's managed to keep up with them all, which is just crazy because i mean i think he had eight in 2021 and he's got nine so far in 2022 i mean he's almost over but maybe you can get to 10 or 11 you know he, he's got ones that are on the on the shelf that could be I mean, there's this one he, he did a trilogy of movies called inspector night which i don't yeah. know emin and furla but um they're all filmed so it's just a matter I, of when they release them i saw that and you know there's wire room with uh upcoming uh, person in our list here kevin dillon <laughs> yes. like and uh he'll be getting a nice ribbing shortly so then, yeah. <laughs> that good old Johnny drama, giant drama. Oh yeah, giant drama indeed. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> yeah. It, it's funny too because I think you know when I was doing the podcast, the, the solo one, I was thinking about how like Willis was like such a huge star, you know, in the the eighties, especially like the nineties and the two thousands, where it was like, you know, your TNT new classics. Like if they were doing like three movies, at least one of them had to have Willis, and and it it, it is interesting. You know, when we think of all the people who have dropped down to direct-to-video movies, the Willis one might be the most fascinating. Because you didn't expect it, really, because he was still making, you know, theatrical-related movies, you know. So uh, Moonrise Kingdom, something like that. Then he sneaks in a fire of fire, like, what? Fire of fire? Catch 44? It's like, hmm. Yeah. It's like... And it's like, they're all, like, as we were joking about before, I mean, they're all just him, generally in a sport coat, with you know, bald, of course, with a badge. Um, yeah, that's the the, the 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 character pretty much in every movie. <laughs> I barely remember his character names. Exactly right, right. Because it's like yeah, well, they're all the same person. It's like yeah. yeah. I mean, he's either like if he's not wearing the badge, then he's like either a crime boss or yeah, uh, like it, some kind of evil like like rich man or something. Yeah, but yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because I saw a white elephant. 
uh, I was not only on AMC Plus. My friend has like, wait, you have AMC Plus? All right, so I'll watch, I'll watch White Elephant. So it's like, and it was a classic Bruce Willis type of movie. But Rooker uh, carried most of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's another so. one he did with Rooker that's on Tubi. Was it Corrective Measures? Oh yeah, yeah. Correct. I haven't seen that. I think no. I think Bruce plays a guy who's in prison or something. Might have special powers. That's all I know. Like, it's, oh, it's like a man. long one. I think it's like close to two hours. Oh, oh. my goodness. All right. I think so. <laughs> it's like, I, think it's like, I mean, the day of die is now on 45. That was, that was a tough set. Doing it over like five actually, days. It's, it's the same as a, as, as a day to die, 146. So maybe a oh, 146. All right. Right. It's a to be original, which the idea of that <laughs> is just fantastic. That's amazing. Now he's in your own original movies. And you got to start with some Willis because. Right. <laughs> Usually he drops by on Tubi, you know. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, he's, you could, I mean, Tubi's another one with him where you could do your own. I, I think Hulu might be more than Tubi, but it's still a lot in uh, in, in Hulu for sure. I was surprised how many things are on Hulu of, of all these goofy movies we're watching. It's like, they're all on Hulu? Okay. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and, and it's funny because you mentioned about the AMC Plus. I think the deal with AMC Plus is that you get Shutter included with that, and I think that's why a lot of people have AMC Plus. Yeah, uh, well, my friend doesn't watch Shutter. Oh, okay. just, um, oh so they just, just uh, does AMC Plus have AMC Plus? I don't know why they just buy all the channels. It's like oh, okay. what? Okay, <laughs> so I was like, well, that's good. I can watch White Elephant, or maybe that other one has Dolph Lundgren. It's called like Section Eight. Section Eight is on there too. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, I haven't watched it yet because I didn't have the time, but. Yeah, it could be a good one, was it? It's uh, it's Scott Atkins also. So I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Let's see, because I actually have a I have Grillo up on my uh, on my thing. <laughs> Fire he up the did, Grillo. Fire up the Grillo. He just yeah. did one with Dolph called Operation Seawolf. So it's yeah, I like want to see that. Could yeah, be a submarine like, slug. Right. But, yeah, yeah. You wonder like how these are, because like neither of them <laughs> are top three build on there. So it's like, mm. how does that? You know, how do you get there? Maybe um, uh, Dolph's like working in like the dark room over in the in the, <laughs> in the submarine. Like he's working in the mechanics. Like, I'm working on the mechanics. I'm in the, I'm in the sub though. Oh, I could I drop by here and there. So it's like, <laughs> so I, that's my guess. He, I think the cover makes him look like he's like a sea captain, but I bet yeah. he's just working in the mechanics. Yeah, like it's an like... old sea captain too. Yeah, just like yeah, I'm the admiral. I mean, he. Could, you know, I never thought of it, but with his height, he could. You know, when he gets to be a little bit older, I mean, he's. I mean, he's already in his 60s, but when he gets into his 70s, he could definitely fill that um that Chuck Connors role. Um, oh, that's a good point. On, yeah. on the, the conspiracy bench with his, his admiral's outfit on, talking to guys <laughs> like Williamson. Yeah, yeah, Williamson's still young, though, but not that <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, Williamson will be 100, and he'll still look like he's 55. And I know, he looks amazing for his age. It's yeah. like... <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, can you imagine that Williamson at, like, 100, just, like, still making these movies where he's just, like, yeah, talking... Instead of, like, yeah, obviously Chuck Connors is no longer with us, so it's now right. Dolph Lundgren that he has to talk to, and, yeah, it's, like, yeah, Dolph Lundgren's character is older. Right, yeah. exactly, <laughs> I know coming soon to a no subject near you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll definitely be we getting it on some some conspiracy we, bench. Um, that it's a great idea. I'm surprised that hasn't been made yet. So, I, it, so. you know, and, and the thing too now as we kind of get into these 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 um uh, these Willis films, mm. the idea of having an entire film shot in a park. I guess um Columbus Day, right? With um with uh. Kilmer, oh, Val Kilmer. Yeah, yeah, mostly a park movie. Yeah, right. I mean, because that's what you would do with 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 conspiracy benches. It would just be shot in the park, which, you know, for 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 the guys who make these movies, like uh, you know Emmett and Frolla or whoever, 
like the idea of just being like, okay, and, and I'm sure like in Georgia or Mississippi, they'd be like, sure, take our part for as long as you need it. We don't need to let people in here and, you know, make your movie blow everything up. We're, we're happily, we're fine with that. And, uh, you know, <laughs> like that's like the perfect idea for a movie. And for Willis, like just to have him sitting on the bench the whole time would be fantastic. It's perfect. I'm, I'm surprised he hasn't done, I'm surprised he hasn't done like, you know, Zoom or FaceTime calls, Skype calls. <laughs> yeah. Like he actually, you know, they bring him over the set. It's like, wow. Wow. I think you know William Baldwin or Billy Baldwin did that in uh, that stupid Maximum Impact movie with uh, Tom Arnold and uh, what's his name um, Nevsky. Oh, so it's like yes. he was just like imagine? looking into a screen like going, oh. You know? <laughs> you Willis, like like in the background he has like the kid like you know how, like like all those like political shows and things like that whenever like, yeah whatever. yeah it's like they they have all the stuff in the background so it's like you yeah. get maybe like some of his old movie posters from like Pulp <laughs> Fiction or something you know? I can totally see that he has like a Mr. Coffee machine it's all blurry <laughs> yeah. I'm really surprised he hasn't done that really surprised so. <laughs> You yeah. can still make it work a little bit. You just feed the lines in that he does anyway. Yeah, I think whoever makes these movies, and, and I know like they're 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 kind of at the point where they they're not. I think he's he's maybe done shooting things, but I think even yeah. that, like like you think about like with Zoom, right? I mean, I we were joking about um, what was it? Uh, um, uh, he, oh, oh why, why can't I think of his name? I'm like drawing such a blank on the um the Hugh Hugh Grant. Um, oh, oh yeah, he's yeah. at the original go to meeting. So it's just like the Bruce Willis where you're like he would say like a line, it would be kind of cut off by the Zoom call, but yeah. then you, you hey, he's there. He's right. on and Zoom. And you just have somebody else ADR and uh Yeah, and perfect. Just, yeah, so you got all the lines in there. Perfect. So it's just like him, like a site you know, kind of like the cutting, you know, in and out kind of thing. Yeah. And, that's and, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. What you know, people, they need to make these movies. Um, yeah, sure. It's not too late. I think he might, maybe he'll make a return, but maybe you can, uh, you know, mention that towards the end of the show. Yeah, so it's like... yeah, absolutely. Well, well, yeah, well, why don't we, we get in on these movies here? So, um, like I said, these are both Hulu films. So I was debating which one to go with first, and I, my previous one, I did it by in descending order by title length, but um, I almost feel like American Siege might be a better one to go first because sure, absolutely, it's, it's less crazy. There's a, there's less like, and, and I don't say less crazy. I guess I don't know what the right normal term is in a way. Yeah, because it's almost yeah. normal, almost right, right, almost exactly. Yeah, and so um, one thing too is I, I did look up what Todd Gaines thought of these two movies, and actually American Siege hurt his sensibilities because of course you know he's from Georgia and this film takes place there, um, and he. You know, we've heard Todd talk, so we know what, yeah. the, what his southern accent sounds like. Yeah. He, was, he was not a fan of the southern accents in this. Um, oh, okay. They were so, way over the top, which, I mean, I guess for me, someone who grew up near near Boston, I guess for, for both of us, kind of near that area, like, you know, when you see, or, or New York, right? When you see characters playing New Yorkers or, or Bostonians, and they really, like, like you know, like, do the accent <laughs> up, you know, ha, you know, John Hammett up, I guess, like, think of him as a John town, Hammett. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, the worst course like, is yeah. Costner, you know, in 13 days. You know, talk <laughs> yeah. about nuclear wall here, which is not in the movie. It's just like, that's just not even, that seems not even in it. But it's perfect for the trailer. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, him, what, what was he? Was he playing Robert Kennedy? Is that what? He's, no, he wasn't even playing any Kennedy. He was just playing, like, the like, assistant to the yeah, Kennedy. Right. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that movie's perfect for the library, and then you fall asleep anyway after he runs it from the library. So it's like... <laughs> Exactly. It's like a school movie, 13 days, kind of like, it kind of, it almost keeps your attention, but you're still going to fall asleep. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah. Like, so like in school when, when um it would be like close to the Christmas break time and they would try to want to have movies because the teachers just didn't want to 
do something for that week or whatever and oh yeah have to sit on the floor and like what and they'd wheel the cart in yeah yeah here <laughs> comes the tv yeah right, exactly yeah I think my dream was to watch seagal movies while we're doing that because you know we got dvd you know there's yeah <laughs> i started at the beginning you know, the like oh dvd so, so this actually happened we had a, um, a substitute teacher in our physics class my senior year of high school and i think somebody had brought in a, a copy of predator um, I think it was like one of those things where somebody was borrowing it for somebody, so they were giving it back or, or something like that. So we had it there in school, the, this copy of Predator, and we essentially forced the sub to make us watch Predator. That's amazing. Watch. That's <laughs> a great story. I wish we had that. Yeah, <laughs> that that was the best. And I, I mean, I don't even remember. Like, like I remember like she was losing it. Like, but when, like, when there's that scene where like the guy's head is just completely blown across the, yeah. the rocks, and we're like, wasn't that amazing? She's like, no, that was horrible. You know. Like <laughs> but see, at least, at least you know she still watched the movie. Yeah, yes. didn't turn it off. Yeah. So. Yeah, I remember when it was like, your one ugly motherfucker line. Like, we yeah. all just, like, cheered. Like, we were like, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> you're, what, how old were you when you watched this? When right. in school? So so this would have been serious. Yeah. We were, like, 17 or 18. Um, See, that's perfect. That's yeah. perfect. And yeah. it's like, because you, you feel like you're sneaking in something bad. Right, it's exactly. Like, yeah, because that's, when I was in camp, we, we had, like, a bus to whoever our field trip is. They played the Peacemaker. You know, the oh. George Clooney movie. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's like, wait, we're watching a radar movie. You know, we're like 14, 15 years old. Like, okay, here we go. It's like, <laughs> it's, awesome. it's like, it's like, you're like, oh, we're like, we're doing something. We're doing something bad. You know, it's like, right. Imagine I like the peacekeeper. Peacekeeper. Yeah. Well, oh, I wish peacekeeper. Yeah, that would be oh, amazing. Peacekeeper. That's right. Peacekeeper. Peacekeeper's doll. Peacemaker's right. George Clooney's. That's right. So it's yeah. like, <laughs> or the Clunes, right? So the it's Clunes. like, yeah. Yeah, Clune doesn't do many action movies anymore. Now he has a beard, so he's not going to yeah. do anything anymore. Maybe yeah. he could be on a conspiracy bench. Is yeah, like... he's, he's doing a romantic movie with Julia Roberts that's in the theaters now. Perfect movie for 1998. <laughs> it's just like, it's perfect, but it's 2022, so it doesn't really work. I'm sorry. Exactly. So it's just like, <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> they're <laughs> trying to remake the TNT new classics, and it's like, you know. TNT yeah. doesn't show that kind of stuff anymore. They do like, no. like you know, marathons of what, what was that? Snowpiercer? Is that the show? Or Claws? Oh, or something? Yeah. Claws. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forgot about Claws. Right. Exactly. Like, they just, they, that's what they show now. They don't show yeah. new classics anymore. There's no Armageddon on, on a Saturday. Well, or, you know. Yeah. Sometimes they sneak in Con Air. Yeah. You know, that's about it. I guess we should probably talk about American Siege. Yeah. Let's jump like, in on, on American <laughs> yeah. Siege. I know. Yeah. It's yeah. easy to get off track there. Yeah. So, well, so it's easy thing, to get off track. I'm going to see if I can get the plot right on this one. And, okay. I, and if I miss anything, of course, let, let me know. Sure. But I, I think the idea is, is that um, so you've got this these three, this this guy who's getting out of jail and he and the sister of his girlfriend who's gone missing, the girlfriend's gone missing, the sister and brother, they lay siege to this house that has um, a poor man's Morgan Freeman in it. Yes, I was about to, that's in my notes. <laughs> yes. Morgan, yeah, poor man's Morgan Freeman. Yeah. And a um, and and a. Um, a room that's blocked by like a safe, kind of like a big like vault door, um, and so they they take Morgan Freeman, the poor man's Morgan Freeman hostage. Yeah, his name is Keats. I remember Keats, that. Keats, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And so they've got him hostage, and then they they need they, they want answers about the sister, so they trip the alarm. So now Willis is the small town sheriff in this town, um, 
and he is essentially owned. The town, the entire town, is owned by. Uh, we have a, a is it a poor man's? I would say Robert Nepper, right? Um, oh yeah, poor man's Robert Nepper. Timothy yeah. V. Murphy sounds like you know a court case, yeah. but that's his name. Right. So it's just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> and I've always thought that Robert Nepper was a poor man's Murdoch from MacGyver. So yeah, <laughs> the fact that we're even going that level here um, is that's a new. Also, High, maybe I won't say a new low, but the new high. We have fake neppers now. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now his son is played by uh, hockey star Wayne, Wayne Gretzky's son. He's a poor man, Paley Joel Osmond. Y- yes, he is. So, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and then Bruce Willis is like wife is like a poor woman's Melanie Griffith. Right, so who's played like, by Wayne Gretzky's wife. Yeah. So it's interesting that he's married to a poor man's Melanie Griffith, and his yeah. son is a poor man's Haley Joel Osmond. So um, and then. Regular Melanie, wasn't she married to Don Johnson, who in Bruce Willis was on Miami Vice? So it all connects back somehow. Yes, he was a fantastic <laughs> Miami Vice. And then, like, even then, we've got uh, Johnny Mesner, yeah. who, with his glasses on, looks like a poor man's John Hamm, which I don't even yes. know what that's about. He was almost unrecognizable. And they're like, oh, I know his voice. He was like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what happens is with the siege, the poor man's Robert Nepper, who owns yeah. the town, he sends Willis and his son in to take care of these three to kind of end things so that the, the siege thing's over. We get a sense that there's something to do with drugs being sold in the town, and that's what's, like, funding everything. Right, it's like this fentanyl. Yeah, it's, that's the hot drugs of the day. So it's yeah. like... Yeah, exactly. It's got to be something like that. And then yeah. um, and then when, when it doesn't work out, when Willis is not doing a good job of cleaning up the mess, Besner is, like, the head of, like, some local militia group who does the dirty work for the poor man's Robert Nepper. And so yeah. the first time we see Mesner, he's got glasses on. I mean, he yeah. literally looks like John Hamm yeah. um, with his gray hair and his glasses. Um, you know, I, don't I know, was very like, surprised. I didn't, like I said, I didn't recognize him. Right. I was like, wait, oh, Mesner, there he is. Right, right. I was so uh, mesmerized by fake Nepper. It's like, wait, is that really, is that Robert Nepper? Is that, right, like, exactly. like, oh, no, no, no. Timothy yeah. V. Murphy, who has an amazing career. I was looking that up on IMDb. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's you know I think that's the thing is he probably does a lot of stuff that isn't poor man's nepery, um, yeah. but in this film they set him up as a poor man's nepper. Um, a hundred percent. Yeah, he's older. He's a little older than nepper, um, and, and sort of like the character is. But it's essentially everything you expect from a nepper in a movie like this. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and he has like the nepper hair. Yeah. He has like a nepper face. Like that's amazing. I like to see him and nepper, Timothy V. Murphy yeah. and nepper in a movie. He'd be Twin brothers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Could you do it? Could it could it be like the two baddies, like both? Like, yeah. Equal that'd be great. Baddies? Yeah. Yeah. And then Will is kind of just sitting off in a chair somewhere. And uh, yes, which he does in the beginning. He's sitting on like a rocking chair, like, oh, wow. <laughs> exactly. I thought he was going to be doing nothing in this movie. And then right. he actually got up. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, he's, he's asleep. That's how, that's how, I mean, they open the movie with him sleeping. And, <laughs> that's amazing. And, and the other thing, too, of course, with Willis is, like, we have to figure out how they're going to get him out of the movie, right? Because he needs to yes. get out of the movie for long yeah. spells. And so they get him out by firing him. The poor man's never fires him. Yeah, and so and he's, he's just, walking, like, walking down, like, this old... Like, this, this, yeah. <laughs> he's, like, walking down this road sad, like the Hulk, whatever, and it's, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and so... The movie, I would say, like, this is not, like, an action movie. It's probably more like a slow burn kind of thing. Right, and... Well, it's funny about American Siege is that, you know, Bruce Willis was in a movie called The Siege. You know, it's like, 
they're like, oh, right. And he was good in that movie, Denzel Washington. You know, mm-hmm. Okay, all right. You know, it's just like, it's like Denzel Washington impression. But it's like, you know, because if you remember that movie, if you've seen it, it just, uh, Bruce Willis plays like an evil general. It's like, yeah. you know, he's talking you know, like, and then Denzel tries to stop him or whatever, but it's like, they've already won. It's like, it's like, it's like and, Russell's is really good in that. You gotta watch the trailer makes him look extra evil because he's like they, he comes out of the shadows. You gotta watch the trailer of the siege, but it's like okay, you're evil. It's like, <laughs> but it's like oh, wait, this is American siege. Right, right. I you know what? I have not seen this one. I remember it being. Oh, you never seen the siege? Oh, okay. It's it actually is a pretty solid movie. It's really it's it very interesting very to watch familiar. now. It looks very, I think you know, and again, like what we were talking about. I mean, this was a movie that was in the theater. Um, oh yeah. But it's so, got Tony Shalhoub. I, I yeah. yeah. Um, it's yeah, definitely worth a watch if people haven't seen it. And it's interesting to watch now with all, yeah. all these uh, you know news articles of the day. We'll say. Yeah, so yeah it's no, like, a good point. I mean, we got a nice yeah. shot of the Brooklyn Bridge here with a bunch of guys in. Oh yeah. Army fatigue. Because what happens is, well, it's not a spoiler. It's just that they, you know, New York City goes under martial law. Yeah. And then Bruce Willis is a part of that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it 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 definitely looks like. I mean, that's the thing with Willis; he did so much. Um, it it's amazing, like how many kind of roles that he did, how many movies, and um, you know, and now we see him in this stuff here. Like, I know it's just sad in a way. Yeah, it's like, but you bring the, up a. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say you bring up a good point because this is a similar tactic that um, that people who make Seagal movies use, right? Where they take films from previous, you know, famous or, you know, popular Seagal movies, and they just kind of mess with the <laughs> titles a little bit so it's something similar to yeah. that. Well, look at, you know, Out for a Kill, and then, of course, Bruce Willis has Hard Kill. Right. So it's like, wait a second, that sounds familiar to Die Hard. Right, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. so, I think we made that joke before in one of the Bruce Willis uh, No Subject ideas. It's like, you know. <laughs> yeah, right, like, yeah. Yeah, how many of those, those, those names we could do? So, yeah, oh, like that's a great point. Oh, go ahead. Six element. You know, it's like, right, exactly. it's like, <laughs> six monkeys. Like, we could do yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Color of monkeys. It was just like, yeah, like, <laughs> so like, like color of monkeys. That'd be great. Just he plays uh, his character again from Color of Night. Maybe his best work, <laughs> or not, which right. is not. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can see that now. It's like yeah. <laughs> Color of Vengeance probably be the best one. Color of Vengeance, yes, yeah. that would be a perfect one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing too. I guess is this idea that you know we don't know if if he's gonna keep making movies. Or he, I mean, it, it's you. There's almost like a like with this movie here, it's hard to know like where he he sort of is struggling a bit just because um. Mm, yeah, you can tell a little bit because I know on your last podcast about Willis, he's like, well, is he with it or not with it? Yeah. And like when fake Nepper is yelling at him, he's like almost with it. And he's just like, he doesn't really react. And, that, no. not, and it was like, so he must have said that earlier. Cause let me guess, Bruce Willis didn't do his reverse shots. Right, exactly. But it's just like, so he's like, so he's saying it, but then he's not really reacting very well. It's like, right. stop yelling at me. That's what he says, right? right exactly. To the fake Nepper. And it's like, okay. And then, <laughs> yeah. The other thing I noticed, I don't know if you caught this, and maybe I, I was just yeah. me looking for something, mm-hmm. but it seemed like whenever it was a shot of Willis, the camera was moving around more. Yes, that's a great point. And that's, they definitely do that in uh, Day to Die. Yeah. So it's like, it's like yeah. they can't keep him still or just like, you know, I don't know. It's But overall, the movie was not really that bad. No. Because, um, yeah, fake Haley Joe Osmond, yeah. <laughs> he could be, 
that's it. You know, you get Bruce Willis and Helen Joe Osment, and you go a six cents, the the seven cents. That's what people are called. It's like, it and it would like, be a big Bruce Willis face on the left and big Helen Joe Osment face on the right. It's like or mixed up. It would be Helen Joe Osment and Bruce Willis, and it would be called the seven cents. And, and it would make no sense, I guess we have to say. Right. Well, it could almost be like that that Seagal one beyond the law that also has oh, of course there's Mesner, but uh, there's Mesner and DMX. DMX. And they were trying to go um off of um um you know, they they're trying to play off the, the Seagal DMX thing to make it seem like it was like they're bringing these two back again. Yeah. It was like Exit Wound is back. Right. Like, exactly. And it was like I don't think so. Yeah, no, turns out not so much. Um but I think they're in the same scene together. No, I couldn't I, really see it too well. It was very dark looking. Yeah, I don't think they did a scene together. I, the only good DMX scene is the one. I don't remember the scene where he's at the bar and he he's asking for Hennessy and he wants the bottle. And the guy pours him a glass. He's like, no, 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 give me the bottle. Give me the bottle. And the guy goes to pour him another shot. He's like, no, 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 the bottle. Give me the bottle. And it was like, the guy's like, oh, okay, here you go. Here's the bottle. <laughs> like, that was like the best DMX in that movie for me, I guess. I mean, I know now he's gone, which is sad. Yeah. But he's in that weird, like, snake movie, right? It's called, like, Lockjaw. Yeah, you, you, ever, so. you ever see that? No. It's like, well, me either, but it always looks kind of silly. It looks like a sci-fi movie. It's like DMX, huh? So DMX versus a snake. <laughs> sure. Right. Well, he also did a Tubi original. I don't remember what it was called, but um, oh, maybe did? that was the one that was two hours long. That might have been the one that was Oh, long. no. Yeah. Well, he's in some like fake death race movie called like Death Racers or something. Like yes, I, I reviewed that one. That was an asylum yeah. movie that was a, a bite off of a, a Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah. I love that they make fake Fast and the Furious movies, which are technically <laughs> fake Point Break movies. But then you got DMX for like, was he just sitting in the car, like driving or no? I didn't see it. Death exactly. Racers. Is, is that is that the way he does? Yeah, he no. doesn't even drive. No, he's like he doesn't even drive. Boss. He's a crime oh. boss, and he makes this guy who I would say this guy in the movie is like a, a cross between a poor man's Mesner. And a poor man's Louis Mandalore. Um, that's what they get for like the hero. You couldn't get one of those two people. I know DMX is probably a little expensive, but right. it's just like, yeah, I think that's what it was. Was like they just um, they got um, yeah, it was just it was uh, dead DMX, and that was. I mean, I think he's the only one in the movie. Um, when I saw <laughs> it was um, yeah, it because it, it, it's an asylum film, and I was like, oh, I was gonna. I reviewed it for when I put Asylum in the. Because I had to put Asylum in the Hall of Fame because they had like I had over thirty movies of theirs. So I was like, all right, I got that's you. amazing. Yeah, all they, these I've, aliens versus predators, or whatever. And I think exactly. it has exactly. <laughs> is it Christopher Atkins? I think he might be in that, or one of those people, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Did, and, and this one's written by a Mark William Cat. William Cat. Oh yes, and the yeah. Alien versus Predator. Yeah, the the Alien versus Predator. Yeah. Yeah. Or what? Yeah. Or versus. How did they mess with that title? It's like it alien a, like versus Alien or something like that, right? Like, yeah. Alien versus Hunter. It's, it was, yeah, that was Alien versus Hunter. Thank you. Right? Yeah. And they got William Cat. It's not a bad get. You know, he is the greatest American hero and the White Ghost. Right. Exactly. And White Ghost was an interesting one, wasn't it? Wasn't that? Yeah. It was not like, great. A little, a, just enough um, Red Brown screaming at the end to make it. Um, yeah, to, to, to make it work enough, I think. <laughs> William Katz, uh kind of wacky perm hairdo, and he's yeah. like spaghetti hair, whatever he has there. He's been living in, in the Vietnam bush for, for decades, and he's still able to get his hair curled properly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe he has a special barber there. Right. Like, <laughs> exactly. Maybe Reb does it. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> every once in a while, yeah, Reverend screams for him. Hey, hey, white ghost! I got new hair. You know, yeah, white ghost. Yeah. Yeah. That's his name. I, I I forget his name in the movie, but it's like that. That's his name, white ghost. White ghost. Yeah, he's just yeah, he's just white ghost. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, with 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 this movie, I, the, the the thing that, that I I like about it, and then the movie almost like. And I, I should pro- I should probably warn people well in advance that we're going to be doing spoilers when we talk. Oh, about that's people. right. Yeah, we didn't say. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bruce Willis got fired, but maybe he's still around the movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but but like the the big reveal, right, is what's behind the vault door. So if you don't want to know what's behind the vault door, if you want to see this, so we're giving you some time right now to. There we go. To, yeah. You know, stop the podcast. Go watch the movie. It's a, it's an hour and a half if you really want to see it. But we're going to get into what's behind the vault door. Um, yeah. And what is yep. Oh, wait, another, what, another moment? <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. You've been warned, okay? We're going yeah. into it. The vault door essentially leads to a huge warehouse that's, like, yeah. not even underground. It's supposed to be underground, I think. But it doesn't look like it. It's like a warehouse somewhere else, but it's supposed to be underground, underneath this small little tiny cottage thing where all the action is happening. It's an amazing idea, but it's done very goofily because, like, what? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> it was like another Red Brown movie, Space Mutiny, where it's like the entire bottom of the ship, this entire like factory at the, yeah. the basement of the ship or something like that. Like it looks like if they drove to the abandoned factory, I don't understand. But this is right in this house because it's an American siege, so you have to stay there. <laughs> right, so it's exactly. like, <laughs> yeah, it, it was amazing just the idea of it. That's like, oh, if I just go down, and then like the the the, the brother um, who's kind of like this goofy redneck character who. He goes down and investigates and then comes back up and he's like, oh, there's just a bunch of drugs down there and stuff. And there's like some naked guy with long hair. And a, and a yeah, that was weird. It's like, what is that? Dancing oh. around, packing it's it. Like, yeah. It's, it's like, like, okay, don't turn around too much. I mean, it's yeah. just like, it's like, why are you, why are you naked, sir? <laughs> And I like I was really kind of anticipating it. It was like they did a good job of the buildup to like what's behind the door. Is it going to yep. be? And and I thought and the other thing too is like they're interspersing pictures of the missing girl like chained to a post, but then I guess that's not really her or like she. Yeah, that wasn't done exactly well. Died. Yeah, yeah, it was really confusing and it made no sense. And so it was like the big reveal was just kind of I don't know like it was. It was, it was it was like this kind of a movie's big reveal, I guess. <laughs> That's all they had, but they did a pretty good job for what they had. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's. I think the thing with this movie is, is then you know, so then we kind of get into the point where it's like, okay, um, I guess the big time crunch is that the FBI could be coming, and if the FBI comes, they'll <laughs> uncover all of the drugs and stuff, and the whole the whole thing's off. So they need to like clean everything up before the FBI shows up. And um, so then there's like a big shootout with Mesner's yep. men and the, the, the kids or the, the, young, the three people inside the house. And that's when Bruce Willis returns, right? He, he returns. Like, he, yeah, he comes out of nowhere. I think I thought he was walking along the street for a while. Well, I must have heard some gunshots. And Oh, wait, I need to come back for a second. I need to be back in the movie, right? And, uh, <laughs> and he's like picking these guys off, like almost like uh, assassination style. Like he's just like going up behind them and shooting yeah. them in the head. That was kind of cool. I mean, that was done. I think it was done the best it can be. So it's like yeah. if, if it's just if Bruce Willis really, I know, if he cared a little more, I think we would have had even a like a super recommended movie here because yeah. you got the fake Nepper, but then you have all these silly Gretzky kids. Right. <laughs> it's like which is great, by the way. It's great that Gretzky's children are making movies. Right. Yes. So it's like 
but I overall did enjoy it. So I was very surprised. I thought this is going to be the dud. Right. Um, like, oh, no, he's, yeah, he's sleeping on a chair. Like, oh, no. <laughs> and then, like, you know what? I got somewhat hooked into it. Because, <laughs> so, yeah, I I was saying, like, out of the, 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 I guess out of the five, thinking of the three that I watched before oh, this yeah. and then these two, this was the best one, I think, out of them. Um, That's amazing, because I really thought this would be the bottom of the barrel, and Vendetta would be the hit. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, and I think I think part of it with this one, maybe, that did, did make it work a little bit better is that there's no, like, like young male lead that's supposed to do the heavy lifting here. It was kind of more like, it was kind of more that slow burn feel where you had all of these characters all playing parts and, you know, who's, who's who. And, and, you know, yes, it, most of them were all poor man's versions of a, of a, of a Other people. actor. Yeah. yeah so, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so maybe that's part of it is that there was nobody that we had to feel like we needed to root for, I think, which it does sometimes help with these that like, you know, there's no like maybe a, a cool person playing a baddie that we want to root for them. And, and then they lose or, um, a, a one note kind of hero that's like maybe some like teen former teen star that they've you know made more grizzled with a beard who's like grimacing that we're supposed to root for yeah them. like uh, Jesse Metcalf right exactly right and coming soon Jesse Bradford right? <laughs> exactly right there's, so. there's none of that in here that I think um, I think kind of helps with with the mitigation I think we said this before unless we can just get right into that you know I'm surprised that you know Topher Grace is not in these movies yet right you know it's like I'm really surprised. Yeah, because we were thinking about, like, who the people were that could be your next, like, and yeah, again, we exactly. have, you know, who the heavy lifting, we talked about the four Chris's, right? The, yes. Um, you know, Chris Evans, Chris Pine, Chris Pratt, and uh, Chris yeah. Emsworth. Um, you know, which of those would be most likely Pine. to do it? Pine's going to drop, because he already has a little bit of the contractor, which I haven't seen, but I saw clips, like, uh, this looks a little red boxy, but it's just like, <laughs> but, because they're younger, older people. Yeah. That makes sense. So, like, Bruce Willis exactly. is old, but they're getting up there, too. So yeah. it's like, but yet they don't do the heavy lifting somehow. So it's still Jesse Bradford, but he's old. <laughs> well, that's getting a little ridiculous, but yeah, but, but Chris Pine's gonna he's gonna drop first to shoot the video. He, now yeah. he did do one that I reviewed for the site back before he kind of became big. Oh, what was that? Let's see if I can find it in here. It was a um, it was a movie. Oh, Carriers. Actually, it came out the same year as Star Trek. So I think it was like. Kind of oh, like it's one last, of those. 2009. It was kind of like his last thing before he blew up with the Star Trek movies. Um, yeah, that happened it, tonight. Well, he was sitting on a shelf or something, and they're exactly. like, oh, hey, look, he's yeah. a big star now. Let's release Carriers. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, what was um, the, um, was it Sabotage, right, with uh, the, the, the Cascos film that had Carrie Ann Moss? And yeah. I, I think they said it came out after, or it came out, like, like it was kind of like right before she did The Matrix. Yeah, I love sabotage. Because yeah. I, mean, I have a you know special place for it because it has a, that great tagline: yes. "The dark heart of the black ops beats to a secret agenda." Yes. So, when I read that tagline, I this is very British, but I get very excited. It's like this is the best tagline I ever heard, yeah. and I need to watch this immediately. And it, I thought it delivered. Yeah, some slow moments, but overall good. Yeah, and I also Tony Todd as the baddie in yeah, that one was just he did gives a master class on how to be a good baddie. Yeah, he's so good because you know it really helps. He has a great voice too. Because I <laughs> I just watched Tales from the Hood three about a week ago. Oh, nice. and he's like the story. Well, he's kind of like the storyteller, <laughs> and uh, it was pretty good actually because he helped a lot. It's like, and it, the stories weren't bad. I think you know you got to rush out three stories in ninety minutes to do the yeah. best they can. Yeah, I, I don't know if you've seen those Tales from the Hood movies. But, not the new, not three. I haven't seen that one. I you see two? 
I don't know if I saw. I think I saw the first one. That's the first one of Wings Hauser and you know David Allen Greer in the game. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they got most of the people you know who produced and you know directs it for the sequel, so it's a little bit better than you might think. Yeah. Yeah, some of those movies. I mean, obviously, you know, we're talking about this American Seed movie as one yeah. that was surprising. Some of those movies, it's it's interesting when you watch them and you're like, hey, this this actually is good, despite yeah. you know, like the 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 difficulties. I mean, again, you know, American Siege, like the big difficulty is the fact that you've got to mitigate all the Willis. Concerns. I know they did a pretty good job this time. Yeah, I was very impressed. They didn't do a great job in White Elephant. I thought. Right. Yeah, and then I know once once it gets off AMC Plus, hopefully you can watch it. But it's like, yeah. But yeah. I guess that everything's a lot exclusive, you know. It's like now we have to watch White Elephant on this streaming platform. We don't want to get another one. It's like exactly. Well, the, the other go ahead. One, oh, he has another movie that he did with uh, Patrick Muldoon that's on oh, Showtime. Yeah, which, Deadlock. Yeah, and so yeah. we actually have Showtime. It's like Showtime mm-hmm. combined with Paramount. Um, but we, we got that because my, my wife wanted it. I, I wanted to, too, that the, the Bill Cosby documentary that was on there. It's like oh. one of those deals where you do like the free um, right. free month and then you just forget to, to cancel yep. it. And then Classic like, oh, well, bit. Yeah, All right. Like, I'll keep it. You know? Right. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, oh, sorry. Ten bucks a month. Right. Yeah. It's not that much. And then with the um, the Paramount Plus, they have all the, the they have a bunch of different soccer games. That's the, that's the other thing, too, is it seems like a lot of these. They're and it has Blue Bloods, Bloods, your favorite show. Blue Bloods. Exactly. <laughs> I just saw I saw um What's his face? Um, uh, Selleck. He was selling reverse mortgages on. Uh, he's still. The, oh, he's still. He's selling it on Blue Bloods. Like no, during the commercial. No, just on the. Um, well, actually, well, that's a good question. Is what what channels Blue Bloods reruns are on? It, it you very well could be. Because I think Blue Bloods might be an Ion. Maybe I gotta check my yeah. local listings. Yeah. In Connecticut, but it's just um, maybe that I I think we made fun of this last time. These reverse mortgages, right? But. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's with his mustache. His voice is exactly the same, which is the best yeah. part. Is that he still has the exact voice that he had in the '80s when he was doing Magnum, and it's like here's Magnum PI, like selling these older people on what what how great it is to have a, a reverse mortgage. I don't really know what that is, Al, because I'll just like sounds like red tape to me. That's what I think. That's what I think a reverse mortgage is. is. Yeah. You're essentially selling your house to the bank while you're still living it. So when you die. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you don't have any kids to give the house to, or something like that, it's oh, a way, okay. It's like they're it's paying, like a will kind of thing. Yeah, it's like the, the 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 bank pays you money for your house so that when you die, they get it instead of. So I guess like yeah, if you don't have any kids that either would want the house or if you don't you know if you don't have any kids, period, they don't need the house. I guess it it, it makes sense because it's like what am I going to do with this thing, you know? But um, I guess what I don't understand is like, does the bank clear out all your stuff? Like who gets a, <laughs> I mean, you can still have family members that clear out your house and stuff, and so they're like going through going like. Man, I would have liked to have had this. You know, it's like, well, thanks a lot, mom and dad. You know, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess what I, if Tom Selleck had more of a sense of humor on those commercials, he, he could say, "Don't run away from this idea." So it's just like, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, or something like that. Something about blue bloods or being Frank Reagan and stuff like that. Which right. I watched the latest episode. I guess this is not a blue bloods podcast. <laughs> he didn't you know, do much. You know, it could be you want. No, but I'm saying, like, we could do... It's funny, because we've talked about doing, like, a syndicated TV show podcast. And, yeah. Um, and and it, we could do some interesting, like, TV shows. Because uh, there's there's so many of these kinds of shows that they they kind of border on... They're like a... They're, I think one of the things with the TV shows, maybe you agree with me on this, is that a lot of the movies that we watch, they make 
they would they make perfect like 42 minute episodes of tv shows yeah that was a great point you made on your last willis cast yeah is that no yeah american siege would this be a good episode i mean it's like I guess he goes under uh, cover in the uh, fentanyl game. I guess it's something, you know. Yeah. And he gets I mean, fake nipper. Yeah, I mean, like, this one didn't feel like it had as much padding, I would say, yeah. as the other Willis ones. Like, Yeah, well, yeah. But you're right. Like, it could be like Willis, like, shows up in this town um, pretending to be, like, a bumbling sheriff who doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. And gets himself fired by the fake nipper. And then it's a sort of, it's almost like, <laughs> like uh, Kevin Spacey Renegade. at the end of uh, Usual Suspects, right? Yes. He's just like, you know, like suddenly he's all with it and he can take care of business. Because <laughs> I was going <laughs> to mention that about A Day to Die. Because, well, we can get to that in a second. But yeah, I would definitely recommend American Siege if people want to check this out for sure. It's yeah. Like, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. It's like, I, I think the only thing about this one is that they don't really make it clear. I mean, I guess the, yeah, girl, yeah, the girl dies, problems. but they don't really make it clear exactly what happens to the girl. Is she alive? Is she dead? But beyond that, I agree with you. I think for, you know, if you're looking for a nice slow burner, that's an hour and a half long. Um, I, I think this, this does the trick. Now, it's, again, not everybody's looking for that. People generally want action and stuff. And this has and some, some action. Yeah, yeah, it does have some action towards the end, which was done decently well for what they had. Yeah. I, and, I, oh, I do want to. I did watch another uh, Bruce Willis movie a few weeks ago, which was Gasoline Alley. Oh yeah, I was wondering about that because that was yeah. the one that Brett mentioned. He he remembered the comic book that was or the comic strip that was different from the, the movie. No, so it's I different. Would, yeah. yeah, this is Dewan Sawa, who looks wow. He looks a lot older than you might expect. He's not like the goofball from like you know Final Destination or you know Idle Hands. Right, right. It's like he looks like. 50, 60 years old. It's like yeah. he has a beard. He's grimacing for his beard, as you mentioned. Yes. <laughs> and it's like he does a good job, but the plot is a bit wonky because, you know, once again, as you mentioned, Bruce Willis plays like a corrupt guy. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like, oh, give me the money, Dylan. And it's like, <laughs> no. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, okay. And then, uh, and then Luke Wilson's hanging around doing nothing. But I mean, like, <laughs> At least it's funny he's in there because he has that kind of funny kind of voice to listen to a little bit. Yeah. It kind of, you know, it's kind of nasally. So it's yeah. like he's trying to be tough, but it doesn't really work, but it's still funny. And yeah. if you look at the, oh, go ahead. No, well, I was yeah. going to say the, the thing that's weird about this one is that on IMDb, it says it's not available on Hulu, but it actually is, right? Yeah. Well, I saw on Hulu, I don't know, a couple months ago, but it might, maybe it went away. No, I think it's still there because I, oh, I okay. looked at it as one potentially for us to do for this. Yeah. But I think the two we picked, I think just, um, yeah. um, I think, I think comparing Gasoline Alley to the one we're going to talk about, I think yeah. the number of people in that one compared to this one, it's just slightly more that it, it's, it's like, you know, um, but this would definitely, I think it would be a good one. And maybe, you know, Brett wanted to, because he, he talked about the comic strip, which I, I'd never heard of. Before. I mean, I, I guess I, re, I would rewatch Gasoline Alley. I mean, I mean, it's, I watched it, you know, cause I was just killing time. It's just yeah. like, <laughs> cause I actually thought this might be a little bit better than the last Willis. It's like, well, Deadlock is kind of lazy. If people, if, if, well, you haven't seen that yet. No, no. It, it, well, it's even you know. You were mentioning about the cover on this one, right? Because this is the yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, this is our favorite cover for Bruce Willis. He's wearing the badge or some <laughs> sort of like kind of cop outfit. When it's, I think about American Siege, like he, you know, his badge is taken away from Fake Nepper. <laughs> right. And then at the end, because, you know, we already spoiled most of the movie, but yeah, he, he puts his badge back on. It's like, hey, I got it back now. I could be on the next cover. 
you know, it's just like <laughs> yeah, it's very symbolic. It's almost like um, uh, I'm trying to think of like a. It's almost like a, a movie or something like that where it's like uh, yeah, the main character loses their power or something, and or they lo- you know something. And it's almost like I mean that that could be a really funny thing too. Like you know, it's like all these movies if it's just like he you know loses his his badge and has to get it back somehow, right? He's always gonna figure that part out. <laughs> he almost did, you know. He was he was like the Hulk. You know, he's walking down with the cars going by, and he wasn't really hitchhiking. Wait, he, wait, he was hitchhiking, right? The whole right, exactly. Like, yeah, that was a like, perfect analogy because it is yeah. like the kind of street that yeah. the Hulk would have been walking on, where there's no sidewalk. Yeah. It's, no, yeah. it's no, you know, I just cracked line. up. It's, yeah. da, na, na, na. it's like, yeah, I wish they played that. This movie had no humor really to it, except for looking at the lookalikes. Yes, so right. just like, right, but. I mean, the next movie, unless you want to keep talking about it, I'm no, happy to. No, it's probably, this yeah. is probably a good segue to, to pop yeah. in because this next one, I think, has a good amount of humor to it. I, I'm just going to laugh the whole time because <laughs> yeah. this movie, oh my goodness. Yes. Well, I mean, like, A Day to Die is what right. is our next movie, right? So yeah. I'm going to have to get my notes up. So, And, and it's funny because you could yeah. almost put hard at the end and make this a Die Hard sequel type. Yeah, A Day to Die Hard. A Good Day to Die Hard, which... Uh, <laughs> I watched a couple months ago and it was not good. I mean, that might have been a good starter for Bruce Willis to kind of losing it a little bit because yeah. all of his lines are 80 yard. Well, that's yeah. the thing about it. Yeah, there's a bunch of 80 yard Bruce Willis in American Siege. Yeah. And D- Dolph Lundgren posted a picture on Instagram that he's doing his 80 yard right now for Expendables 4. Right. So it's like, like oh. <laughs> I, I, I saw some pictures of Dolph the other day. He's not like gonna, he's on crutches. It's like he has some sort of like leg surgery. You kind of feel bad. Yeah, because like, he hurt his hip or something yeah. in a film like years ago, like a few, three or four oh, years Oh, I wonder ago. what movie that was. I don't remember because he mentioned it, I think, on the Adkins, um, you know, Adkins' um, YouTube videos that he does, mm-hmm. his YouTube interviews. I think he mentioned what it was, and that's the thing. Oh. Yeah, I think that's what happens with these guys who are older is that they get those injuries, and that's it. Like, those injuries linger for, which I get it. Yeah. You know, at my age, I'm 20 years younger than Dolph, and I get a cold, and it seems like it lasts forever. So. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what movie it was. Maybe it was, like, Hard Night Falling or something. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it was Direct Contact. I don't know. Yeah, I want to say it was one of, or like one of the ones he directed. Like, maybe, you know, Icarus or something like that. Or, you know, what was that? Um, Dolph Lundgren is the Killing Machine? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's my favorite title. It's, uh, exactly. Dolph Lundgren is the Killing Machine. That's the long yeah. title on the guide. I watch TV Guide all the time. It's like, and that's not me. <laughs> I'm not the killing machine. I'm just a regular Doth. So it's just like, so it's like, I just, I just thought that was a glitch in the system. That's everywhere. Yeah. Doth Lundgren is the killing machine. And it's like, nah, it's just on Comcast or something. No, it's on every, you know, TV Guide you find that. Yeah, it's so, fascinating because yeah, it's like, um, you know, because I think originally the, the movie was supposed to be called Icarus. Right. And it's, then they made it the fancy machine. title, yeah, right. classic straight to video change title, which works, which is classic. Yeah, you know, like yeah, I'm gonna call it the Killing Machine. Yeah. <laughs> that's easy to watch and look at. Right, it's exactly. Like... <laughs> and then I guess that they thought the Killing Machine wouldn't make us think it was a Dolph movie enough because maybe there's so many Killing Machines. Or, uh, I don't know. I, I, that's so weird. I just because if I have the DVD somewhere and it just says Dolph Lundgren and then it says. The killing machine, and then that's it. Yeah. So it's just like, I okay. I mean, you can change it if you want. I mean, I still gotta watch section eight. I know we just yes, talked about previously, but yeah, that might be good. I mean, it might be like a day to die, which we'll get to. Right, let me get my notes. Um, yeah, yeah <laughs> so, section eight because that one's also on AMC Plus. I think, yeah, right? I know. And that, 
and AMC Plus like make, is putting out these like these straight to videos kind of yeah. movies. Well, there's some movie with Adrian Brody they're pushing called Clean, yes, which I, I haven't that. seen. I saw an ad for that. Yeah, so, that could be interesting. And then I think the other one, the one he did with Grillo that I was going to mention, um, when we get it, we start when we fire yeah, Grillo to talk about yeah. this. <laughs> we'll fire that up very shortly. Yeah. yeah. Um, he does that. Uh, was it Operation Sea Wolf? Right. Um, yeah. I still want to see that. Is there a yeah. date, street date for that? I just wasn't, I didn't really it's wasn't. out. So it's out now. Oh, it's out it's now. Like, it's like six bucks okay. to rent on, on Amazon. Oh, so it's I, sort of, yeah. I it's, do it for free. <laughs> exactly. It's that, that process that, that, that I think it was Tom Jolie that talked about. It was like um this, this process that they do when they release movies now where it's like you pay money. You know, it's like a high rental fee to start with, and then once it's been out for a while, they push it to like the free streamers. Like, oh, okay, I'll get away. I'll get away. I'll definitely would watch that. There's some other Dolph movies. I know it's not a Dolph cast today, but it's like oh, a bunch of ones that have come out lately. It's, it's hard to catch them because you know what? I don't want to pay. Right. I still want to see them, yeah. and then they're on like Tubi Plus, yeah. and it's just like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> that's gonna happen one day. I hope not. I hope no one gets any ideas. I Tubi needs to be free. Yeah, that's the funny because John Cross was saying because he hates the commercial so much that he thinks they should have like a, a an ad free version. Which mm, see, they, that's risky. Yeah, it's it's hard because it can be a slippery slope with these things. Yeah, right? that, like you know, the thing that makes Tubi so great is that everything is completely free. Um, and I, you know, yeah, I agree about the commercials, but I guess maybe too from my mindset is that like growing up, like we were just talking about with like the TNT new classics and and all of that stuff. It's like watching movies on TV so much. Um, Tubi's actually not so bad for commercials compared to those. I mean, I had a bad experience with Tubi. Maybe it was just a bad stream, you know, with uh, that movie Red Prophecies. Oh, with, yeah. Uh, Eric Roberts, Michael Madsen, all of our favorites. Nevsky. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I think Casper Van Dien. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I went Stephen Baldwin. And the stream was so terrible. It's like, oh, I couldn't. It's unwatchable, unfortunately. I, it was a watchable version. I, trust me, I would stop the podcast now. And watch it. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, that is one of the problems yeah. with Tubi. Like when yeah. we did the Willis, I'm sorry, not the, the Williamson episode um, mm-hmm. of of your podcast. The, the, in oh yeah, best best yeah, February best friends best, forever. Best friends forever. <laughs> I was trying to watch some of his westerns that are on mm-hmm. Tubi, and they are horrible. Like, there's one that he did. Um, uh, was it Adios Amigos or something? The one he did with Richard I, Pryor. Yeah, I think that I always had a bad transfer. Yeah, you know, it's just absolutely atrocious. And I was like, I can't watch this, and it's a shame because. You know, you almost would rather have some of those on there than like, you know, some of the other stuff like we're, t- you know, some of these Willis movies or whatever. <laughs> but I guess we'll jump into this one. Which, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. This I was funny. Let's I see mean, my, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to do my best at a, okay. uh, at a, um, uh, a synopsis here. Sure. So, so Kevin Dillon, a.k.a. Johnny <laughs> Drama. <laughs> you can just stop. You can just stop. You can just stop there. Because he definitely had his most Johnny drama yes, because so it's like. Oh my! Okay, well you go with the plot. Sorry, I just so Johnny Drama is like the well. I guess actually Frank Grillo is the head of this what they call a ghost team. Um, they're these uh, military ops guys who uh, police departments call in when there's a hostage situation and they can't control it. So Bruce Willis is known as Police Chief Alston. That's his name. Police Chief. <laughs> yeah, Police Chief Alston. <laughs> I I feel like that's kind of a bad way to you know why change your name to Police Chief because then it's like what if you get moved up to commissioner or something like nope, that? You nope. Know? He's now. Okay. He's just police chief. That's his first name. His first name is police. Middle name is chief. Last name is Alston. Or, or if he's like, commissioner police chief Alston, right? Yeah, that, yeah. That would be really confusing. <laughs> so, um, but uh, he calls in the the this ghost team to like end this hostage crisis in a school. 
and it blo literally blows up on them. Yeah. Um, we get an exploding helicopter, which uh, Will from Exploding Hel yep. Helicopters already he's already listed this on his uh, letterbox okay. list of exploding helicopter movies. Um, so <laughs> Not a it's great a, one, by the way. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's everything. It's, it's like you said. I think it's, it's a very junky. Yeah, the it's, whole thing is very junky. The way it's it just junky. The way I want, and then it was like it looks three D in the beginning in the credits. There was like a fake Oprah going to a crime scene. Do you remember this character? <laughs> yeah. Like there was like a fake Oprah, and it was three D looking like oh my eyes, and then. <laughs> you get with this Kevin Dillon stuff. Well, we'll keep going with the plot, and I'll make fun of him. So, in, like, I guess in the aftermath of this, I guess uh, Johnny Drama is like a, <laughs> yes. Um, Johnny Drama is a police officer, or is he a parole officer? He's like a parole officer. Yeah. A parole officer. Okay, but he still carries a gun. I didn't know parole officers carried a gun. Um, maybe yeah, maybe he has special uh, circumstances or something. Yeah, and so he's helping out a parolee who's being attacked by Leon, who is a crime yeah. boss, and Leon's men. He kills one of Leon's men. Actually, one of Leon's best men yeah and so then at the same time johnny drama gets fired from his job on, as a parole officer by johnny yeah. mesner, johnny mesner yeah. as john yeah. ham again um yeah yeah he, with glasses well, and gray hair it was, a, it was a little different in this one i mean like yes. i think his hair is pulled back his gray hair now and yeah. you know a little hammy but it's like it was it was essentially if this movie was made in the theater john ham ham would have been playing this character um, oh it's such a john ham character yeah, for sure. And now he's on those, you know, all-state commercials or whatever. Right, exactly, it's like, yeah. or was it Geico? I don't know. Yeah, what yeah, it is. Those, like, what, whatever insurance company it is, right? He's like, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's missing out. I think John Hamm is missing out on like an action career. I mean, I but agree. but I know he's kind of stuck in that Mad Men kind of cliche yeah. characters typecast. Yeah. So I think you give him a leather coat. Yep. Five a beard. shadow, yeah, beard, and also it's got to be the badge that's on the chain, like it was. Yes, for Willis. yeah, you know, he's got to. That's that how badasses badge. wear it. So yeah, it's just exactly. like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> gotta have the chain. That's a great point. Yeah, that's the that's the role for him, and 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 then like for maybe his partner, it's you know like a, you know a younger guy, like yeah, I don't know who who, well, who would be a good. You know. I mean, I think we said uh, Jonathan Lipnicki. Yeah. Um, just like, cause he, well, he's old now too, but exactly. does he seem young back then? How is he now like 48 years old? I don't know how time goes, but yeah, yeah. All of these guys are all older now. It's funny. Cause we all think of them as like the new guard. Like we think of Johnny Mesner as like a new guy or Frank Grillo as a new guy. I mean, yeah, but I, yeah, Frank Grillo is like 50 or right, more. Like 67, I think. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, you want to keep going with the plot? I don't want to take up. A... Oh, that's okay. Well, yeah. yeah well, so yeah, we'll get into the plot. So, so essentially, what happens with the plot is um, we find out that Willis, as Police Chief Alston, is actually, <laughs> I, I guess, I don't know if we want to say in bed with, but essentially, they're he's working. They're, with Leon. Yeah, he's working with Leon. Which I thought Leon did actually a really good job in the role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leon is yeah. fantastic. He's one of my yeah. favorite actors, and so it was great seeing him as the baddie here. Um, which yeah. again, he's kind of turns out to not be the baddie at the end. Yeah, I know we'll, that. We'll get into that. Get into that. Um, but what happens is, is though, so Leon um decides that you know what um uh, Johnny Drama owes him the money that he would have made if he had this guy earning money for him. So he he kidnaps Johnny Drama's wife. And then yeah. tells Johnny Drama that he's got to get $2 million. And the way to get the $2 million is to go steal it from these rival drug guys in the south side of town. I guess they're in Jackson, yeah. Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. Go rob it. <laughs> so he gets the gang back together, and they go and, and, and do this crime. And then when they go to like make the exchange with Leon at the end, everything just goes crazy. We get a whole bunch of shootouts. And then Leon convinces the gang 
you know, Johnny Drama's crew to help him rob a bank that is supposed to be delivering money, I guess, for P- Police Chief Alston, for Willis's character. <laughs> so then we get a huge bank shootout. Yeah. And then everybody dies except for Leon, Johnny Drama, and Johnny Drama's wife, who they moved to Mexico and live happily ever after, which makes no sense at yeah. all, but it's not what happens. Because it's such a straight-to-video kind of ending. <laughs> so it's like... And he's, you know, and Johnny Drama's wearing his Hawaiian shirt and it's <laughs> trying to be like Matt Dillon. Well, he's that grimacing he does. Well, yeah. first of all, Johnny Drama, he, his name is Connor Connolly. So it's like, <laughs> great writing on that one. It's just like, <laughs> that is so lazy, but you can't help but laugh. So, okay, I'm, I was in for a laugh on this one. Right. And the mayor is named Mayor Wimbley. It's very close to Mayor Quimby <laughs> from The Simpsons. So I laughed at that. It was all in the beginning, too. And then yeah. you got Bruce Willis as, you know, Alston's like, whoa, what's going on over there? And then, oh, and then Grillo and Johnny Drummer are singing House of the Rising Sun 500 times in this movie. <laughs> it's like they couldn't even get the animals when they put it. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like a, what were those things that they used to sell? Maybe I think it was in the '90s where it was like you'd buy a CD and it would list all these songs that were popular songs, but somebody else would be performing them. Yeah, that's what it was like. <laughs> and there was some other rap songs, and I wrote down the rapper's name because I watched it with subtitles. Oh right, yeah, is, me too. Yeah. Oh good, yeah, Mogley the Iceberg. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I mean, <laughs> I I don't I don't remember what the songs were, but it just said Mogley Iceberg is rapping. It's like. Okay. (laughs) Have you heard of Mogley the Iceberg? No, I haven't heard of any of these. Like, yeah, it's because, again, they're all like, and they don't list any of them in the soundtrack except for the House of the Rising Sun cover that was done. Um, That's the only one that they list. They play twice in a row. They play at the end when like Bruce Willis is like in trouble. Then he's in Hawaii. Then they play some like remix version. (laughs) And it's like. (laughs) <laughs> and also when the uh helicopter exploded let's just say uh very sci-fi i was kind of laughing at that yes. and uh of course then bruce is you know he's threatening he loses his job again so I also... <laughs> that's another one where he's he's, yeah. he's, he's, forced, he's gonna lose his job which is yeah. and, and and there's just like this whole thing with grillo where like i guess like i, I we, we don't really get enough sense yeah of, like, what was with that? Because it's like the Grillo subplot was very shoehorned. They're like, oh, right, we have Grillo in this movie. Let's make up some really quick story about nothing, really. <laughs> and, and the thing is, like, the one thing I, that really struck me about the Grillo in this is that, like, despite the fact that his character, like you said, just like completely just out of nowhere, you get the vibe of Grillo as a great leading man. So at least we can we can see the it factor with him there and like yeah he does he has it. he carried this movie a lot I mean it's him and Leon yes. and, and I can't help but laugh at Johnny Drama because <laughs> in Johnny Drama he's wearing the uh, you know SWAT outfit it looks like a scuba suit and this is like it's it, I was really almost on the floor laughing with the scuba suit part and then he's like he's fighting with his brother that looks very looks very choppy and. I'm assuming that looked the same for you. Hopefully it wasn't yeah. a bad stream. But it's just like, it was just choppy looking. And he got, well, Willis, I mean, he has the, his beard. What do you call him? Discount Santa? I think it was like, it's like, like off-season Santa. Like he's yeah, off-season Santa. Beard. Right, off-season. Yeah. <laughs> like the way that, because that was the way we talked about is how most of these movies, Willis is like clean shaven and it's everybody else who has the beard. So this yeah. was a, a departure that he had the beard in this. 
And Grillo kind of had the beard, and Dylan, well, almost had the beard, but he had an intimidating mustache, kind of, well, the best he can do. So it's just like, I mean, this is like a giant drama, like, this is his dream, that character, to be in this kind of movie. And that just makes it so funny, because like, oh, oh, wait, this is just Kevin Dillon. So it's just like, no. Well, because I was thinking, like, when when the the wife is first kidnapped, and he's, like, like, driving to where he's got to go and he's like losing his mind and it's like they're playing like this really bad screen next to the yep. car that's supposed to show driving yeah it felt like the the deconstruction of johnny drama and had the movie been that had it been like we're just gonna put johnny drama through the ringer and just make him like you know just like this sad look on his face the whole time it would have been hilarious but of course we almost kind of lose johnny drama when when a little bit Halo comes yeah. in it's like, oh, right, Johnny Drama's in this movie. And it's just like... <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, the Leon thing was fascinating, too, because it's like, so Leon has kidnapped. He, he, he's really great in the role as the Yeah, he's guy. excellent. I thought he really stood out. He yeah. was like, just fun. He had some good, couple good quips, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like he kidnaps Dylan's wife. He's like got her tied to a chair. He finds out she's pregnant. And she's like, you know, asking him to not smoke around her. He's like, sure, I won't smoke around you. But yeah, I'll keep, they'll still have you tied to a chair because that's probably yeah. really good for a wife. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Yeah, yeah, put a bag over your head. That's that's perfectly fine for when you're pregnant. You know, that that won't put any stress on the baby. Um, and it's like all of that stuff happens. But then it's like, oh, you know, we'll, 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 let's just water under the bridge now. Um, we're that's all gonna... a great point. And then yeah. now you have this heat knockoff for the the last 30 minutes it's like wait am i watching uh like the stupid version of heat and it's like it's just like you know what i thought of i thought it was a bad version of the opening scene to recoil um with gary daniel that's what (laughs) i was thinking so if you're ripping off recoil and then ripping off almost how about this you're ripping off den of thieves (laughs) that is like with gerard butler because i mean that's what they're trying to be like trying to be like den of thieves so it's like Don't rip off Den of Thieves. It was all tacked on, too. It yes, it's so tacked on. That's yeah. right. It's like, wait, what is this movie now? I thought this was about like Police Chief Alston. Oh, he's back. And he has a machine gun. He doesn't look like he's shooting it correctly. So it's just like... And then, and then uh, the other thing I thought was funny... Well, everyone's getting shot at the end. Right. Okay, you must know this by now for these action movies where this... They shoot like a random guy, and there was that weird noise. This guy, he's like, "Rah!" Yeah. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yes, I it's like, know exactly what you're talking about. I, I mean, that noise drives me nuts. That's just my personal thing. Right. It's like, oh, you have this noise in it. All right, I already kind of lose like a, a lot of credibility. So it's just like, and I'm not thinking of it twice. It's like, yeah. you can't just get like the guy just fall over. You need that weird scream. It's just like. <laughs> It's just like I'm happy you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like, and, and then I go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say too. I mean, these are supposed to be the good guys, right? Our our gang of you know thieves. You know, yeah, our, our our gang our gang of thieves. I'm not saying call them a den of thieves. Of, right, exactly. But they're they're shooting innocent police officers and they're just doing their job. It's like there's like this one kind of big guy who's like kind of lurking around the corner. I'm like, oh man, he's <laughs> yeah. gonna get it. And he's yeah. like, <laughs> lumbers over. They're just like, popping him with bullets. <laughs> And this was so funny. And we're watching the subtitles. A lot of the subtitles were, they said, indistinct. It's like, yeah, ind- ind- yeah. unintelligible, something like that. Unintelligible? <laughs> yeah, it's like, and it was, some of it was Willis. It's like, yeah. like, uh-oh. And so it, was, it was everyone. It was Kevin yeah. Dillon who yells no in the right. beginning. It's like, okay, this is, I'm having a real good laugh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I wonder if out of the because this still also doesn't quite have the the young guy heavy lifting piece that you know you usually see. But out of all of those those sort of non traditional action guys that they put into this role, I mean Kevin Dillon. I mean, I mean when you when you first messaged me because you you started this one before I did, and you yeah. were like, this is literally Johnny Drama and yeah. And and I mean it's so I mean he he it's almost like he can only play Johnny drama. And now he that that's all he can do now. He's typecast. But <laughs> but I wanted him to keep doing it because it's really funny. It so it's just like because like this is his chance. I know he has another movie with Will. It's called Wire Room. Yes. Now I haven't seen it yet, but I think it's I think it's out now. Or you know if you only have to pay Amazon six bucks. Whatever. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> Not gonna pay six bucks. Yeah, it's but... the Amazon six dollar version. Yeah. Um, maybe actually... when. It, Directed by Matt Eskandari, who I think <clears throat> did Hard Kill. He did Hard Kill. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I did see that. And he, you know, Bruce Willis stuck in a building. You know, it's like, <laughs> wait a second, it was more of an abandoned building. Right, that's oh, the no. Jesse Metcalf one. Where yeah, it's Jesse like, Metcalf. Yeah. They get they get Willis out of the way in that one just by you know Jesse Metcalf's like, you got to stay here to be safe. He's like, <laughs> yes. Okay. It's like, okay, I'll just sit here. And your favorite thing about the Pico, right? Yes. Oh hard man. Kill. Yeah. So hard kill is the one. Where, yeah. So yeah. I wonder what Matt Eskandari does for doubles in this one because yeah, he um he he there's that scene where they're walking to the um you know Jesse Metcalf and his crew with um his buddy are are walking to the the warehouse and I'm like who is this tall guy with you know this tall bald guy with the peacoat who's walking with them is that like some other member of their gang that they need to introduce us to and then it's like they get inside the warehouse like oh no that was supposed to be Willis and so <laughs> <laughs> that's the goal level that is the yeah. goal level of ridiculousness. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you noticed. I think it was in the credits of this one. Um, yeah, it was in the credits of this one um, where they list the the doubles, and everybody had a stunt double except Willis had a stunt double and a body double. Um, yes, he. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You can almost tell in Day of Die, like, okay, he's not here. He's not here. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it's like I don't think he was even talking to Leon. It's just like. No, when they're sitting but, together, I yeah. think there's a couple of wide shots. But yeah. and even with the wide shots, you wonder. You know, just thinking about, I mean, how many movies you know you see where it's like, you know, how many like old TV shows or something where it's like, you know, somebody's playing two parts. You know, it's like the the main character's twin brother shows up and it's like they're together and they just use that old film trick to like, yeah, that same be, scene. Might as well just do that. Right. You wonder how many times they do that with that kind of thing, especially now with digital and and, and computers. Especially, I mean, with the digital piece, they just filter the, the 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 light so it's all the same, and then it's just a matter of just splicing together. You, it would be interesting to know, and I wonder if the, if the people who do these films do like any kind of NDAs or something, where or if maybe it's just like one of those things where you don't want to lose the opportunity to do more of these movies and get quick paydays that you don't want to go to an interview and be like, yeah, I didn't do a single scene with Willis, you know? Um, but I just, every scene we did, you know, even the ones where we're in the same shot together, we didn't do them together. So I'm hoping that, you know, once, you know, Wire Room or, you know, uh, Survive the Game, <laughs> you know, Fortress, Fortress Sniper's Eye, all this right. would, you know, come to regular Hulu, not AMC Plus, because then maybe we can do another one of these. Oh, yeah. Because that would be really funny to do it's like here we go again or just Hector Knight I'm not sure when that comes out but well I wonder too because I was gonna do Fortress and Fortress Fortress Sniper's Eye for that solo one mm. but Tubi got rid of Fortress I it, saw that yeah, yeah and it's like well all right well if you know why would I want to do Fortress Sniper's Eye? I mean which I guess a lot of people probably do because it doesn't sound like it's a sequel unless you you knew in advance that there was a Fortress you probably didn't know it was a sequel when you watched Sniper's Eye because it doesn't well, say anything that's a good point. And then what's really funny is that he made that movie called Survive the Night. Yeah. And then he made a movie called Survive the Game. Yes. And it's like, I, that's actually confusing. I mean, it's like, 
and I am not mistaken, they both have Chad Michael Murray. Yes, yes. So, I but they're, so. it's not a sequel. And my, it's my favorite cover for Survive the Night. We have uh, Bruce Willis with his badge. Just like, <laughs> it looks like I haven't. Seen, oh, did I see it? All these movies kind of meld together sometimes. But I think I did see Survive the Night. Yeah, well, um, it's, it's funny too because I think with these movies, yeah, I mean, I think like, like for example, Survive the Night. I'm trying to see if looking at the the, the outfit that he's wearing, if that was um. I'm trying to think if that it was, was like a, a coat. It's like yeah. he's wearing. I was trying to think if it was. If there was a movie like Act of Violence. Act of Violence, yeah. I think there's a movie <coughs> he did where he wore that, and it's just like they take a shot of him from that movie. Oh, and that's a great point. Yeah, they just the badge on. I think they did. I think they photoshopped the whole picture of Bruce Willis on that because <laughs> I don't think he wears coats in both movies like that. There's no way. <laughs> right, I think exactly. he wears the coat in, in Act of Violence, but doesn't uh, survive the game. He's, I think he's sitting in a chair. Yeah. He's like uh, tied up in a chair, like desperate hours, basically what the movie is. Yeah, because somebody so, made a joke about that, that he was doing a lot of movies in the early, two, you know, 2020, 2021. Yeah. They're just him tied to a chair, which, again, yeah. it's another way to mitigate the issues. I mean, um, you know, Hard Kill, he spent some time, you know, and sitting in a chair. It, it's a great way to mitigate some of those issues with, you know, uh, you know, with his, his illness preventing him from doing the movies well. You know, just just have him sit. You know, and and you know, just and it, it, it probably isn't even actually tied to the chair, right? He's probably just sitting oh, with his hands behind his back. Yeah, that's his body double. Right. It's exactly. Like, right. Right. Totally. Yeah. I, it's it's a fascinating thing with these movies, and and I think with this one here, we it's 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 hard. It was like you feel like you're getting. I felt like I was getting more Willis in this one. Yes, like, that's a great point. Yeah, but like, do we really know how much Willis we're getting? Right? Because it's like, you know, like the way that they do the scenes, it. You know, it's like he does a bunch like, of scenes behind his desk. At, you know, yeah. it's like they just sprinkle them through the film a certain way or something like that. It's like, oh, hey, look, he's in this more. No, <laughs> it's like, no. And then, and then Johnny Drama leaves for a while. It's like, wait, where's my, where's my great acting of Johnny Drama? But then Grillo picked up the slack. He fired up the Grillo and did, did a good job. Yeah. See, because Gr- yeah, Grillo was in one of these Bruce's already, right? Reprisal. So Wait, it's like, and also Cosmic Sin. Um, I haven't I seen that yet because I got that mixed or I got that mixed up with Apex. Yeah, um, yeah that's maybe I one. saw Cosmic Sin and not Apex. So yeah, yeah, they're both it's, in. Yeah, I saw Cosmic Sin. He's in space. Bruce in space. Yeah, is that so, one so. on Netflix or is that? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Because because Survive the Game is on AMC Plus. It's like oh, okay. It's always right. tricky to get to that. So. Survive the Night is on yeah. Prime Video. It's included with Prime if you have Prime. Yeah. Um, yeah, if it's on I do, yeah. Plus, yeah, I, that, that so it's, one. It's it, tricky with these new Willis's if you want to do like another one of these double Willis's. We you know there's corrective measures on yeah. Tubi, right? So, yeah, he's, I mean, I mean, there's a lot around. That's the thing, right? There's that's a, a good point. Here. It's, but I think, you know, I think that's the key is like finding ones like, I mean, I mean, this one here, a day to die. Yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> as a movie for somebody to go yeah. watch it, I think. It's, I don't know if we, we could recommend it. I, I, I just can't, yeah. yeah. But yeah, on a podcast, it is almost worth recommending because we're telling you how ridiculous this movie is. Yeah, I mean, the, the stuff, I mean, one of the best pieces of it, you know, so 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 we, um, you know, I think one of our longstanding jokes, I, mean, I, I think it was you, you and Brett came up with this joke about uh, the, the between um, Willis and, and Seagal with the fake versions of him, the fake Shemp's from like the yeah. old Three Stooges. When, what was the story with that with like Shemp like quit or something or he couldn't do it? Yeah, and they, got, and they got a new stooge, but he's, not, he's a fake Shemp. And I've heard this before on this on the site called um great i don't want to screw this up so let me hear out yeah. the name of the site's name oh uh uh 
good efficient guide to butchery. Okay. He, he's been saying Shemp too. So it's like, okay, I don't want to like say him. I'm stealing his idea. No. Mark Tinta is his name, by the way. Yeah. So, but yeah, the Shemp thing is so funny because who has the best fake Shemps? That is also a good question. <laughs> right. Um, that's well, that's a good question. It, the funny thing is, I think with Seagal, the, the, I think the big difference between Seagal and Willis is that Seagal is always like still the star of the movie, even though he's mm. not in it. Whereas like Willis is portrayed as a big part of his movies, but then it's usually like, again, like a Kevin Dillon or a Jesse Metcalf who's actually yeah. the star of the movie. And they've been doing that for a long time now. That's why yeah. that's why you find these new people. I don't think, like you said, I think, you know, Chris, going back to those Chris's, there's, it's going to be a while until Chris Pratt does straight the video. See, I don't I mean, know. The only thing about Chris like, Pratt is Chris Pratt is in like some kind of like, uh, like conservative, like Christian religion. And oh, you think that can knock him down, down I the line? Feel like he could say like, something. He seems to be pretty good about not saying anything bad, but he could say something that gets him canceled. And, uh, yeah. And, and and he'd be right the red box. He'd be which, right. Yeah, like, like yeah. look at Mel Gibson, right? He's doing these kinds of movies. Oh, now, and he's, he's with Kevin Dillon and on the line, right. Mel Gibson. Exactly. Which I saw the trailer. It looks like talk radio meets like desperate hours. Or something. Right, exactly. But but it looks good. I mean, because it's yeah. Mel Gibson yeah. and Kevin Dillon <laughs> or yeah. giant drama. So. It's it's funny the way you, you, when you bring up some of these like movies, like you know, like you said, like talk radio meets desperate hours. I mean, yeah. talk radio. That's a movie that like I remember that with Eric Bergosi and like a long yeah. time ago. And it's like it was like a definite like video store, like our cable movie. Like yep. I mean, it was in the theater. But it's amazing how like people, you know, you, you a movie like that that came out like however long ago, like they use that paradigm for so many things. Um, yeah, especially TV shows because yes. they usually call them dead air. So it's yes, like, exactly. <laughs> there are so many examples of that. I just only know one top of my head, which is um, the Ghost Whisperer. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and I think and Nash Bridges they do one called Dead Air. Yeah, yeah, like, and I mean even like um, what was it Forever Night? Uh, um, oh like yes, USA wow! Did you read my mind? I did say Forever <laughs> Night. Yeah, yes. so yeah. that was definitely called Dead Air. And I just laughed. It's like wait, it was, I was kind of catching on to it after that. Like wait a second, this seems familiar <laughs> to me. They're always protecting some radio host. Yes, you know, just like. <laughs> Yes. He's getting threatened, and it's like usually like a Rush Limbaugh type, you know, Obama, and just like so, just like you know, they kind of did that in uh, the new Law and Order. Like a guy doesn't like, um, you know, Obama esque yeah. things. So, it's, but yeah, they, they didn't call it dead air though. <laughs> yeah, but but it's like that concept that just like it, it, they just you 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 don't think like when you watch a movie like talk radio back. I mean, I think I watched it on. On TV in like yeah, the, I saw it a long time ago, but it was still a good movie. I mean, if I I don't have a copy or anything, but it's still a good movie. I don't I don't want a copy really because yeah. it's like, but Bogosian's yeah. so good in it. He is, yeah. And you just you don't think like um oh I watched this movie in in twenty or thirty years I'm gonna keep seeing like but I don't rip off is the right word, but people that are gonna like steal from the paradigm. Yeah, it's like the idea, just like the the same idea, and I think that's why on the line it might be pretty good. I think it's coming out November fourth. Yeah, so it's relatively soon. Well, it says it's on digital and buy it today. <laughs> I'm just an, I'm just an ad for on the line. Right. So it's like because <laughs> well, what I want to see if 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 we're gonna get more Kevin Dillon, I mean I want to see like, yes. if it's gonna be on the line, it's gotta be Johnny Drama interacting with mel gibson right and actually that happens that happens in the trailer but see because giant drama plays like the you know the this call screener guy to yeah. mel gibson yeah so like that's very you know, <laughs> yeah i think he's wearing a hawaiian shirt you know he's becoming the new madsen here <laughs> right. kevin dill he's wearing these hawaiian shirts lately no. you know, it's like, 
I, like, can you imagine, like, I mean, just like, like, like Kevin, I mean, that was the thing about this was just like, I mean, you take Johnny Drama from, from Entourage and you kidnap his wife and he's just like, I mean, I mean, like when he <laughs> wakes up in the car, like, so, so to give people an idea of what happens, he, he, he and his wife are like in like a strip mall parking lot and he like is standing out of his car because he's going to go shopping and um, one of Leon's strongmen gives him like a, a, a chokehold and puts him to sleep. He keeps saying, don't fight it, white boy. Don't fight it, white yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he wakes up, he's handcuffed to his steering wheel in his car in this parking lot. And Leon pulls up next to him and is like, yeah, yeah hey, we, we kidnapped your wife and uh, you got to do all this stuff. And it's just like Johnny drama. The Johnny drama, like Grimace and Scout yeah. is yes. essentially like either he's really sad that like something bad happened to him or he smells something funny. Yeah. And that's this whole way of acting in this whole movie. And what's weird, so what, especially during the scenes where he's back in his SWAT scuba gear outfit. So I mean, when, like, he, when they put the black helmet on him, and it's like yeah. it's almost like his head is swimming in the helmet. Like, <laughs> I couldn't. This is face. It's just funny to look at sometimes because he's like, "Why are you in this outfit?" I mean, it's just like it's really funny. I'm not. I can't take it seriously. Yeah. And I saw that Kevin Jones in another Mel Gibson thing it was called Hot Seat, which mm-hmm. I haven't watched yet, but. No, and I mean, it's it's definitely a Kevin Dillon uh, joint. So yeah, I mean I mean there's the scene when when so so Johnny Capaldi who's been in some of these kind of movies. Yes, I want to talk about him for a second. Yeah, yeah, he plays the brother, and um, there's a scene where they're doing the drop off, and then it's like one of those standoff things where Leon's men all have their guns trained on them, and when Kevin Dillon kind of makes the face at Johnny Capaldi, like, oh, we're going to take these guys down. Yeah. He does that, yep. that quick, what is that that move where like they quickly like move their hands really quickly and disarm? I mean, it, it's all kind of comes from Seagal. I think all of these characters pulled that. From it's kind of like, you know, quick karate moves. It's like, yeah. And they, they get the guns and then they start, you know, when it's, when it's Johnny drama doing that, it's just yeah. like a, another level of hilarious that, um, well, yeah, when he did that, I had to pause. Cause I had to laugh so hard. It's like, <laughs> and yeah, because I gotta say, even though we're, I, I guess I have to, you know what? I may change my mind. I might recommend this just yeah. for laughs. I think it's, like, it's one of those things yeah. where, like, if you're gonna watch this, you either gotta know, like, what we, yeah, what know what you're getting I, into, right? Know you're getting to yeah. know, like, because you know, you and I knew we were watching it together, even though we yeah. weren't in the same room. We were like messaging. Yeah, I think at the very least, you gotta have something like that. Go into this with a partner, with a like, with a buddy who's gonna be able to like interact with you about it because. There's so much that happens in this movie that you need to tell somebody. Like, you need to have somebody else who's going through it with you and gets the joke. That's and all a good that point. Stuff. Because that's the thing about this movie. Because once you realize, oh, it's this kind of movie, which is just like, <laughs> it's like, and then once that, when I saw the the fake 3D effects and the fake Oprah and the and the giant drama, and because I I strapped in, it's like, okay, this is kind of what I was hoping American Siege would be, right. but it wasn't, which is fine. Yeah. So like this was perfect. Yes. So yeah, it's perfect for I, a podcast like this. I really love talking about this one because there's like I needed. Well, I'm I'm in a good mood obviously obviously all the time, but I really go with you to laugh. So it's just yes. like yeah, and this one had. I mean, probably the funniest piece for me talking about yeah, Johnny what was Capaldi. Your funniest part? Um, yeah. With Johnny Capaldi, you know, talking about the whole fake Shemp thing with with Bruce Willis. <laughs> there's a scene when they're they're kind of like stuck in the bank. They're holed up in the bank and they're getting shot at and. Johnny Capaldi sees that that there's a um 
uh, the red dot on on Kevin Dillon. So he knows he's going to get shot. So he goes to charge to block him. And like when he's running, his hair is kind of flopped down the way Shemp's was on, on the yep. old show. And he's grimacing. So his face is all kind of screwed up the way that like Shemp's was too. <laughs> so it just looked like Shemp like running to protect him. Yeah. And it was a slow motion in particular. It was so fitting. But I mean, it was hilarious to be like, like this guy just looks like Shemp. Like, you know, and of course it's like the whole like, oh, I got to protect my brother and then yeah, take the bullet, I, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I could, I'm trying to pinpoint my favorite part. I think maybe it was... Uh, I'm trying to think here because it's so funny. Maybe the beginning because it's just a huge mess <laughs> of them, Frank Grillo and and John Drama singing, right, yes. and then Bruce Willis is kind of just standing there in the other office, like what, <laughs> what is going on? And it, and it, don't remember in these movies, like or in, in this movie, or maybe I think American Scenes, like they have a freeze frame on Grillo, yes. freeze frame yes. on John Drama, <laughs> and a freeze frame on Willis, just to get like some extra Willis. Right. You know, like, right. It was almost like but, the end of an episode of Chips, right? Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Eric Estrada? I, right. You know. You know I love this. Well, he did some action movies. You saw? Did you see Light Blast? I think he did, right? It's just like I haven't seen that one yet. I saw. Oh I, wow! You gotta see Light Blast. Yes. yes. I, yeah. I saw. What was some of the the, the Eric Estrada? I mean, I saw the the Sidaris films he did. Um, oh okay. Yeah. This is one called The Lost Idol. It was also kind of fun too. And of course, Chips ninety nine. Chips ninety nine. And then he did. Um, he did a uh, a prison movie. Um, it was like him and some like like beefy like martial arts guy. Um, it was like one of those like caged heat kind of things. Where, like these women get thrown into a prison. Oh, in one of those. Yeah, yeah. It's and like... he's like going to, to say. I think he wore like a pink polo shirt for most of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Do you know when this came out? Because I can look it up really quickly. It's just, was it oh, the no. Eric Estrada prison movie? Oh yeah, so, it was. In, it was in the late eighties, early nineties. Okay. Yeah. Wait, you know he did. Oh, Kate's Fury. Yeah, so yeah, that's it. Yeah. Eric Estrada is an interesting person. I mean, like he's made a lot of weird movies. I would yeah. definitely. I know we're talking about Willis, but yeah, I would definitely check out Tuesday Never Comes if we can get that available. The Trauma DVD. Yeah, and that's a very weird movie, an odd part by Eric Estrada. Yeah. So, and of course, uh, he made some good ones. Actually, I'm looking at his career. It's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Estrada, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had, had those those couple of. Uh, um... Uh, the couple of uh, Sadaris movies. Um, yeah, I, I was going to think Twisted Justice. That one seems. Twisted Justice. That was a David Hebner. Yeah. Um, a, yeah. The Last Rider is a bit uh, disappointing. Yeah. So like, yeah. Now, the thing is, do you think Willis might maybe come back? I'm, I mean, it's like. I, I think that there's going to be more and more treatments for for this, okay. but I also yeah. feel like. I, I don't want to cast aspersions on the Emmett Furla production. Company. Oh yeah, they're always in trouble. Yeah, I I feel like um so so Sean Malloy mentioned this when actually I think it was when he, it might have been the 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 um the trailer to Gasoline Alley. It was it was one of the trailers where he was like, boy Willis looks like he's really struggling, and he was like, do they need to do a wellness check? And then it was like maybe like two weeks later that it came out about yeah. you know, his, his struggles. But he was saying he was likening it to Bella Lugosi of the Ed Wood movies, where it was like you know he was on his last legs and they were just like propping him up to make, you know, plan nine from outer space. You do mm -hmm. kind of wonder with like these cutesy techniques that they use to, um, to mitigate some of the concerns with him that like, I mean, you know, does it get to the point? I mean, it may get to the point where it's like Eric Roberts, where he's just, you know, sitting behind a desk and or in in van. our favorite van, you know, <laughs> we still haven't seen the circuit show where he's sitting in the van. Now we've been waiting a couple of years now, but yeah, you're right though. So you're, they're propping them up. And you feel bad, 
Yeah. Because I think Midnight in the Switchgrass was a good example of him getting propped up a little bit. Yeah. It's just like, and I know Randall Emmett directed it, which I thought wasn't a bad movie because Emil Hirsch carried it. He carried Willis and Megan Fox. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, that's heavy lifting there. But, it's, um, but yeah, he did look a little propped up in that one. And I think, was, I think Randall Emmett's not doing so hot in the old uh, legal department. You know, it's like, no, I think there's something going, some stuff going on there. And, uh, yeah, because he's. Toxic work environment, one of those things. There's a big article. It's a Variety or Hollywood Reporter. You can find a big list of stuff. It also, I think it was in the New York Post. Yeah, I, and, I tried to find it because I was looking it up. And um, I think yeah, what I need to do is look up Randall Emmett in specifically because I looked up Emmett Furla Productions and it was just all nice stuff in there. So I was oh, okay, because yeah, maybe he's maybe he's hiding it, but I think it's just like yeah, I'm trying, <laughs> I forgot that he produced the row. You know, it's like, you know, with uh, Lala Kent. Right. With, yes. uh, yeah. right. From Vanderpump. I found out from when I did the, the previous one that she did Vanderpump Rules. That's where, where she's famous. So that was a reality show, right? Just exactly. Like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I only, so Lisa Vanderpump, actually, she was in a Naked Eyes video. I can't remember the name of the song. It was, um, it wasn't Promises, Promises, or okay. always something to remind me. It was a, another one where the Promises, character... Promises. Exactly. Promises. Yeah. yeah, it's like the guys in the band play, like, chauffeurs at a fancy, like, rich person's party. And Lisa Vanderpump is there as one of the rich people at the party. So, um, yeah. So then I think she, I, I wonder if she, I can't, I'm trying to remember if she was on, like, one of those housewives shows and then they could do the spin-off into Vanderpump. It, you know, the machinations of these things, it's always hard to, to keep up with them. So that's the thing, because I, I, I'll have to find the article. I thought maybe I could find it before this recording, but. Yeah, about what, yeah. It's I, just, but it's mostly just la-la news. So just like. Oh, right, yeah, and I think, because I think they're engaged now, I think. Um, oh, they're engaged. I thought they broke up. I see, that's the thing. I have no idea. Have, they may have yeah. broken up, because he was, he was married to a woman that, that did, it was uh, Amber Childress, who did. Uh, she was I've heard of that. Vice. Name. Yeah, she yeah was, Vice. Yeah, she was yeah. the lead in Vice, basically, right? Exactly. So he was yeah. married to her and had two kids with her, and then they divorced. So then I think he moved on to Lala, and, and she's been in these movies. Um, and so, but maybe that didn't work out. And so, yeah, so who knows um, uh, what, what's what's going on there with him? <laughs> well, I found something, I mean, about the Bruce Willis stuff with Randall Emmett. It's like he said that Randall Emmett knew that Bruce Willis was having you know, struggles. Yeah. So, well, right, because that's know. the question, right? Is it was it during Randall Midnight Emmett? Switchgrass? Yeah. yeah, it was 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 Emmett doing Willis a solid by trying to get as many of these movies out as he could? Oh, hundred percent. Right. You know, or was it that know. Emmett wanted to get as many movies for himself? You know, oh, that's the question. Probably a little bit of both. Right. That's probably like, you're right. It's it's you yeah. know helping Willis out, but also helping himself out. Because you know, I think he. Yeah, I'm assuming he's still rich. Randall yeah. Emmett, you know, he's yeah. making all these great movies that we watch. So it's right, like, exactly. You see that M for Millennium Films, or and now we see vertical entertainment. Yeah. So it's just like yeah, vertical's like, the one, right? All of yeah. these had the vertical, had like these little like lines that are up and down for vertical entertainment. And it's like I think American Siege had like five production companies. It's like here we go again with that. I still laugh at that because that's a great Family Guy joke. Finding yeah, YouTube. It's like when the movie's starting. It's like he's like, oh come on! It's like a man with panting arm films. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy's coming to town. Oh, that's yeah. that's obviously misleading. <laughs> the way he did every joke, that was such a great bit. It was. Yeah, every... that's why Family Guy's still pretty funny. I know people kind of slam it, but yeah. it's like... it, you know the thing I think about with Family Guy is that like when you watch it, because they they do so many jokes in an episode, I think like depending on what they're 
you know, what they were doing for that episode. Some of them have more good jokes than others. And I think, you know, if, if somebody catches it on a day when there's not really good ones, they're probably going to be like, oh, this show's, you know, getting, getting past. Or, or like they do some that definitely do cross the line. And I think it's more like they cross the line, not because they're trying to punch down, but because they just, they thought it was a great joke. And, and then they rushed the episode out and then realized like, oh, maybe we should have made, made fun of that person or something like that. Yeah, they've done that, but then you know, then you kind of still kind of get away with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's still plenty of moments with Family Guy where I'm just like, I watch it, a joke where I'm just like, I, there was one recently. I guess it was a few years ago where they were making fun of the salad you get at an Italian, like a, at a pizza place. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, you know, oh, I remember those that. Sides. Yeah, yeah and they're just like yeah. talking about like, well, just throw a hunk of lettuce on here. Like, <laughs> what are these pepper things? This, yeah. this, this old, you know, grimy tomato and stuff like that. And it was like exactly like every salad you ever get from a pizza place. It's it's, it's a good bit. That's why they still they still have something, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, yeah, I, you know, I think, you know, kind of as, we, as we're, we're kind of almost, I, I realize we, we've already kind of. Um, oh, wow. Almost, yeah, we're, almost 90 minutes or so. Yeah, we're, we're getting. Yeah. So I, I think you, you're right. I think American Siege is one that you probably you could do by yourself if you had time to kill. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Whereas I think this one, even if you're by yourself and, you you know, maybe you've got, you know, like in our situation where we're messaging um, and, and not in the same space. I think you really need to do this movie with somebody else watching it, even if it's like, you know, asynchronously and you're just messaging about it or something, because there there is like so much goofiness going on in this movie that if you do it by yourself, it's, it's going to be a slog. Um, yes, I, I agree with that. So it's yeah. like, yeah, but yeah, but if you want to have huge laughs, day to die, yes, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I didn't even watch that many episodes of Entourage. Um, I've only seen the first season, but I just know that character from. Yeah, it's it's you, uh, you just, Kev Dillon. Yeah, I think even like the the concept of Johnny Drama had like at, when Entourage was popular, that concept was even sort of out there in the zeitgeist where everybody kind of knew it. And I think even if you haven't watched Entourage, you'll get what we mean when we say Johnny yeah. Drama with Ke- yeah. Kevin Dillon. You know, maybe Turtle will be in these next few movies. You know, let's not forget. People used to love make fun of Turtle. Right. You know, people. I I like I always said I only seen the first season, but I know Turtle. I know Giant Drama. I never seen the movie. I hear it's not, yeah, too great. But I'm not gonna like go back now and watch just Kevin Dillon stuff. <laughs> or am I? I gotta go. <laughs> I'm gonna watch the full series of Entourage now been recorded. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> So I've been going through, yeah, like the next time yeah. we're doing a podcast, we're all talking about what we've been watching. You know what? I'm on season two now. You know, it's like, I love that giant drama in Turtle. But yeah, soon you'll see Jerry Ferrara in these movies. I'm surprised he's not. See, people forget that <laughs> Turtle could be in more movies. Yeah. Or, um, let's see. Oh, well, I think Milo Ventimiglia, he would might, he should pop up soon. Yeah. And, um, he is perfect. Milo yeah. Ventimiglia, if he is perfect yeah, he's for perfect. this kind of movie. Yeah. I had one more, a world of Valderrama, maybe. Yeah. Like, this gets to me from that 70s show, or <laughs> just like, like I said, younger, older. But, and then we have some new movies coming. I know Stallone was close. Stallone was close with Backtrace and that Ryan Guzman dude. It's like, <laughs> I thought Ryan Guzman's gonna be a big star, I guess, you know, The Boy Next Door. <laughs> Remember that movie with right. Jennifer Lopez? Just a fear knockoff. Right. It's basically just fear, but it has Jennifer Lopez. So it's like, so no Marky Mark. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, that was, I remember, I 
got Marky Mark. I got fear on them. Do you remember with the old cable system, the way it worked was like you you had to call to do pay-per-view? Yes, yes. Yeah. You had to call in. Yeah. And um, I remember I – oh, no, actually, I think this was one where you could – no, I think I had to call. And I called, but I called too soon. And cause yeah, because you had a time limit. You're like, here come 10 seconds. You got 10 seconds to get this to get on the TV. Yeah, they said 15 yeah. minutes. So I called 15 minutes, but they gave us the, the, the softcore porn movie instead. And I was like, well, no, oh, no. I'm paying for the softcore porn movie with only 15 minutes left. I want the, the I wanted fear. And they're like, okay, that's all right. We'll take it off the bill. And they, so they did. Yeah, but that's it was like good, a whole thing that you had to deal with back then. And then I, I taped it off of pay per view. And um, yes, that's the classic thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, speaking of Boston accents, when he's like, when uh, when he goes to try to kill the, the dad, um, and he's like, Daddy, you will forever hold your peace. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was the rumor that Justin Bieber wanted to remake Fear as the Mark Wahlberg character. And I know I've said this before, but why? If we if they made that, we'd make fun of that today. You know, if they made it, let's just say, I don't know, nine years ago, when that would probably be more popular, it would be... <laughs> We were like, remember when Justin Bieber made Fear? We all been just cracking up at it. Oh, we don't get to have that. We don't get to have that. You know, it's like, yeah, <laughs> you have a fake sentence now. It's like, <laughs> I mean, wouldn't it be great though? Because it's like, the, you know, it's kind of funny to think about some of those things where it's like, the things that we we can are, are able to joke about. You're right. Like, like the like we think the idea of them making something like that would be so horrible. But you're right. Had they made it. It would have been a constant joke for us for like you know that, the yeah. rest of our lives maybe. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, especially if they I, had him do a bad mass accent, that would have been. Oh, better. that'd be so great. I'm thinking like who would be the the Reese Witherspoon character, but you know, I don't. Oh, maybe Selena Gomez or something. Yeah. So or, it's like, is it the, yeah. the the girl that does the Comcast commercials? Who I I know she's. I think she's supposed to be famous, but she's just like. I think she's like a pop singer or something. I have no idea who she oh, is, but I have like, no idea. Yeah, she's like, like telling us to 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 get Xfinity and we could save money over Verizon or something. Well, like it's that. not really. Well, <laughs> yes, it's true. So just, just make sure <laughs> you don't get knocked off. It's just like, it's like <laughs> just walking ads. I mean, if I really wanted to spend money, I would you know get these Willis movies, but I don't feel like paying the cable no. bill on that. It's no. enough. You know, it's and, like, and the thing is with these Lewis movies too is that they're so. I mean, I mean, again, like the Hulu ones. I mean, I I don't know. I want to say there's like ten of these on Hulu. Um, that's it, a lot. I'm gonna double check. I, I I think you can search by actor on Hulu. I think. Yes. Yeah. You so, definitely can. Yeah, and yeah. I, mean, I know uh, Nick Ca- Nicholas Cage has his own section on Hulu. Like there's a whole <laughs> Nicholas Cage section. Great. Yeah. I, I think he is he gonna stop making those. I think now because now I watched the Nick Cage movie. The uh, unbearable weight of massive talent right yes yeah i haven't seen that one yet okay so the i'll give you a heads up which is it's not great um the beginning is good but then it falls into like these cliched plots about like mexican armies and like chase sequences and like they don't they only skim the surface of nicholas cage's career because the guy the plot is this love this mexican like cartel guy loves nicholas cage but they don't go far enough you know i don't there's like oh i love time to kill and Eight millimeter, anything. They they stick to Con Air, Face Off, you know. They don't even go racing with the moon. If you're a super Nick Cage fan, you got to mention them all. You got to mention uh, what's that great one? The one he has that awesome uh, oh Kill Chain. Why don't you mention yeah. Kill Chain? Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. It's like yeah, I was in Kill Chain. It's like, which <laughs> <laughs> is a great title, awesome cover, great title. Not the greatest movie, but you see, you see the cover for that? Yeah, I have. I, I that one sounds really. Let me, let me take. Let me look it up. I'll see. Yeah. It. 
that sounds familiar, but yeah, I think it's an Amazon Prime exclusive movie. Oh, yes. I remember. Yes. Do you look at it? It's like a jacket on, slick back, maybe fake hair, and that uh, crowbar. <laughs> it's a crowbar. It's like okay, yeah, it's on Prime. this. Oh, it's on Prime. I think it might be Prime exclusive. He's in it of, of, of enough, I guess. But yeah, the title awesome. Because <laughs> it, it looks amazing. Um, yeah, it, I wish it was just better, it, but it has those two factors: Nick Cage and the title. So it's like. <laughs> But I think he's going to stop making those, Nick yeah. Cage, now. That's my guess, because now he's back. He'll be back in the theater a couple times. He's like, I'm not making these anymore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the difference between him and Willis is that yeah. when he makes these movies, like these low budgers, he, like, just goes crazy in them. Like, he's yeah. just, I mean, which again, he goes for the, it. the health, you know, factor as well. But, like, he doesn't mail in these things. He just, like, he's Nicolas Cage on 10 for a lot yeah. of Yeah, well, that's what makes it fun. Because I think, oh, what's it called? A score to settle? Yeah, I, uh, I know that's almost like a Bruce Willis title. Yeah. It's like, but uh, he's like yelling at like Benjamin Bratt or something. It was really funny. It was yeah. like, but I know I had a Mitch on. We talked about Pig. Um, the previous mm, episode. Did you like Pig? I I I did, and I I, I like. I it, but... I didn't because it's it's there's nothing there to hang your hat on. He just he has looking for a truffle pig. It's like, it would kill the pig off, which. Yeah. yeah, hopefully you spoiler. are on robots. Yeah, so, yeah, sorry, we didn't mention it. Spoiler alert for pigs. So yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but that was something I had a lot of trouble with, and I, I kind of understood, like, there was there was reasons why they did it, and I, I guess it's, like, based off of a Greek myth or something like that, but I think, you know, at least Will, uh, Nicolas Cage, like, he's, like, in the movie, you know, like, he's... That's a good point. He's there. He's always present. Yeah. You know? I think that's a big difference between him and Willis in these movies. Um, and they're almost a close comp, too. I mean, I think Willis was more successful overall in his career. But they're close comps in terms of, like, the range that they could do, um, you know, the types of roles. I mean, Nicolas Cage, I think, did a little bit more offbeat kind of stuff. But also, Willis did a lot of indie flicks, too, like 12 Monkeys, you know, Fifth Element, things like that. So it's it's interesting to think about how, like, they both have kind of moved into this DTV world where, like, Cage is like, I'm just going to do all these crazy characters that I could never do when I was trying to make yeah, money to buy an island or a fossil. He buys them, so, yeah, yeah, buys a bunch of dinosaur fossils. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, you got to make rage now. It's like, it's like, it's like okay, you want to buy some fossils? You got to make all these movies. Like, oh, all right. And, and oh, wait, I have tax problem, too. It's like, it's like, because <laughs> I, I bet you can see, like, he probably looked at it as like his itemized list. Nicholas Cage is like, okay, I have to make 15 of these to get the fossil. All right, here I go. It's like, <laughs> exactly. Like, okay, what, what, what movies do you have that have man or men in the title that you need me yeah. to do? So, okay, yeah. you got Family Man, Weather Man. Yeah. yeah you know, that's probably why he did um, Wicker Man, you know, because he was like, well, yeah, it's like, it's the man trilogy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man. He yeah, Magic Man. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's just a. Uh, you know, and they were all like, I mean, I remember watching Family Man with this this girl that I was dating back, like way, way back, like in that, like, and she thought it was this great movie, and I was like, this is horrible. Like, I don't know what I'm doing here watching this. Like, it's like, you know, the whole thing about him like being a, a jerk, and then his he's like, oh, it's just another Christmas, you know, right. kind of thing. It's like, yeah, uh, like what what's happening here? You know, and like, it, it, oh, go ahead. go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Well, I was like, with the DTV stuff, at least he's not doing that kind of thing anymore. That's true. I, yeah. Well, he did the movie called The Runner, which is kind of boring. I mean, he had to yeah. make a couple of boring ones. It's like, yeah. 
not that all of her, I'm not saying every single Nick Cage Street the movie is good. And then, no, I'm oh, not no. saying that. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I just maybe love the idea of, of the title of Kill Chain. So, but I guess now, see, now we're, at, you know, Nicholas Cage and Bruce Willis, they could have made a movie together. You can almost see that. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, they would have been, you know, that would, yeah. that's interesting to think about. I, I'm yeah. wondering if they, I don't know if they ever did do one, did they? No, oh, that's a lost opportunity there. Yeah, but see sure. now John Travolta and Bruce Willis are making. Oh, they already made a Paradise City. Yes. <laughs> you see the trailer for that? Yes, that's I mean, gonna be a looks, good one. Yeah, it's gonna be perfect for Hulu. Maybe we could do that one when that comes to Hulu because yeah, John Travolta looked like it's fun. He looked like he's having fun in it. So it's but like I guess technically, um, Nicolas Cage and. Uh, Bruce Willis were in the Grindhouse movie together. Yeah, um, I guess I, I guess I count. Right. Yeah, I want to see I want to see him act together in something. Yeah. Yeah. Like that would be really great. It's just like. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think who else we'd want in that kind of movie. You know, because you know, like, like what would be hilarious is if it's mm-hmm. like the, the the classic like um, paradigm of like Bruce Willis as like whatever he is, the rich guy, the police chief, or whatever. And then the young guy doing the heavy lifting, but Nicolas Cage is the young guy doing the heavy lifting. So maybe he's got like the, the beard and he's grimacing. Yeah. <laughs> but he's doing all the Nicolas Cage stuff. Um, if, maybe he's doing that really funny walk he does in Firebirds. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen that clip. He's getting ready to laugh. It's like, it was like a Monty Python routine he was yeah. doing. It's like <laughs> the silly legs or whatever. So, <laughs> I can see this. Hey, Dylan would be at Redbox. Of course, Bruce Willis would wear the badge. Um, they can call it like American badge or something like that. Like, yeah, or you put like two on the loose. Of their titles together, right? Like oh. like like con Dicon or Yeah, Dicon. Oh con yeah, hard dude. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that. And it would be like a diehard and a Comic Con. Yeah. And then Nicholas Cage could have a bunch of costumes on and be kind of funny. Oh, that so, would be amazing. Yeah. Right? Because you need that the, the TNA yeah. aspect to these movies. I think like Randall yeah. Emmett doesn't want to make it without a lot of like, you know, hot women in it. So yeah. if you do them all in like cute like cosplay outfits yep. with the, the, the hostage situation, because oh I didn't even think of it, right? Yeah. You can hide the weapons in the cosplay outfits. Right. Yes. So like, yeah. And like the baddie, maybe the baddie is played by like a, a Devin Sawa or a Robert Nepper would be so That'd be great. And then Bruce Willis would be the Reginald Vell Johnson part, of course. Yeah. You know, police chief Austin Jr. Right. Gonna do a like... drive fight. Right. And we can see <laughs> yeah. if a black and white can do a drive fight. He's the black and yeah. white doing the drive fight now. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and, and like Robert Nepper, could you see him like in like the Superman outfit or something like, like ripping it off? And yeah. Like, I got to get this crap off of me. Like just like angry. Yeah. Like I'm like, it off. Like these nerds. Yeah. It's like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, you can, if you can't get Nepper, you can get Timothy uh, V. Murphy. So yes, like... yeah. <laughs> I feel like Nepper, if we, you know, like if he got to be like that baddie who chewed scenery the way like a, um, you know, like a, a Rickman or, a, um, you know. Uh, Maybe a Gary Oldman kind of Gary Oldman, yeah. plumber yeah. And, uh, and, and Cracker Jack. Like, yeah. if, he, if he could be that kind of baddie, I think he'd be all for it. And it's it's close in Transporter 3, if you've seen that. It's just yes. it's Statham oh, yes. and Nepper, and it's like, okay, this is good. This is good. Yeah, that so, was a good one. And yeah. he's he's he like I'm like he was one of the, the, the bright spots in Hard Target 2, I think. Um I mean I mean there's some good action in that. And he's just like a, a long movie. It takes a while and it takes a little while to get moving. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, really? but but Nepper, you know, I mean, I mean, who would would I mean, if, if Robert Nepper came up to me and said, "Hey, I'll give you a million dollars for whatever it is," I'd be like, I'm, I'm, "Get away from me, Robert Nepper! I don't trust you. <laughs> There's no way." That, that I know. Good intentions. And he has all. blonde hair in it too. So he has blonde hair. He has the evil face and voice. <laughs> It's like he's like the younger Lance Hendrickson in a way. Right, right, so. exactly. You don't trust these guys. You know, Lance Hendrickson is another one. I wouldn't trust him. If he came no. up to me and was asking me to do anything. It's like, no, I'm just going to get stuck in some kind of horrible film noirish thing or some horrible <laughs> action thing where I'm running for my life. Like, no, just get away from me. I, I, I'm, I'm happy with that. I, yes, I could use two million dollars. Who couldn't use two million dollars? But you know, I'm. It's not worth it for for what you're going to be doing to me. Um, well, soon. <laughs> Maybe then Johnny Drama also will be a villain in the next one. But we should probably, we should probably yeah. wrap up, I, yeah, I assume, because I, yeah. I was talking about Johnny Drama all day. Yeah, we, or we, we could write this script of this movie of... Uh, yeah, of we could Kong. sell it to Denver. What, 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 oh, Daikon. Daikon, yeah, Daikon. I think it's just, yeah. that is like the the best... Yeah, we, we, we need to... Uh, you know, I, hopefully we didn't insult Randall Emmett by talking about his potential. You know, we'll, Sorry, we'll, dude. We'll, we'll sell this script <laughs> idea to him. Like, yeah. listen, no, we were Randall, making fun of him. He just no. said, I don't want him to be in jail. How about that? Yeah. No one's ever said that. Yeah, like, <laughs> we don't want you to be in jail, Randall, because no. we want you to be able to make this Daikon yeah, movie. Yeah, movie. We're, we're sending Wilson you the up. script next, yeah. you know, in the next couple of weeks, you know. <laughs> be quick. It's a quick one to think of. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a hotel convention somewhere that's going to let you just rent it out for the. Yeah, for yeah the, I can see the, that. And anyone who has to wear a costume would probably be fun to cast. This is yeah. a movie. Yeah, well, think of the extras. You could get so oh, yeah, extras, perfect. you know, just like, I, I it's funny because some of the, those movies, some of these, um, as, as we're wrapping up here, I'll kind of, yeah. one last kind of quick note, but if sure. you ever look at the images for some of these movies, they show a bunch of extras in scenes that never make it in the film. And uh, I think there's one that was on um, Acts of Violence where it was like about like um, human trafficking. And mm -hmm. it showed all these extras that were like, you know, supposed to be like trafficked where they were just like tied up or whatever, that they didn't even use it. And it's like, Man, like that's got to be like the worst if you're like gonna get put through something horrible, like you know whatever it is that you you know to be an extra, and they don't even use the scene. But it's like it, people like must they, it must be so easy to, to get extras for things that like they have so many they don't even use them all for things. Yeah, I never really thought about that. Yeah, so that's you just wait there all day because what you do on a movie set, right, yeah. and then you don't even use you, right? Like you and you're an extra. Right, you're not exactly. even like Willis, <laughs> right, yeah. and just like. Yeah, and, and the odds that you're even going to see Willis, you might be able to see Willis from like, I mean, I mean that what it is? Like you're hoping to get a glimpse of Willis, and so maybe yeah. you see him like way off on the edge there, and he's just like, you know, there for two seconds, and then you see his, you get to see his double come in, and you see the cameraman making sure he's filming from the face, from the chest yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see that. <laughs> I want to see. I, you know, that's a great. I really want to see that behind the scenes, like by accident, like, hey, oh, oh, we just showed the wrong Willis. It's like. <laughs> Well, or the wrong well, Seagal. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. I've seen some with the wrongs and Gaul. I think there was that China Strike Force one where um, I think that's what it was called. The, um, China Salesman. China Salesman. Where's China Strike Force? That's the one with. That's Coolio. a that's a movie with Mark Dacascos and Coolio. Yeah, that's actually a fun movie. Um, yeah. With, 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 with Coolio, who unfortunately left us recently. So, yeah. Yeah. He was good um, in that. Coolio is Coolio. Yeah. Um, but but China Salesman. There's a scene where where Mark Mike Tyson is fighting Seagal and he decks him, and it's <laughs> so obviously a a stunt devil who gets punched. Right. I can't wait to see that. I have a copy that's I'm kind of sitting on it. It's, it's a, a rough one. It's a, it's a oh, okay. slog. It's a longer movie. It's a slog. It's kind of a, a, a Chinese propaganda movie. Um, <laughs> okay. so it's that, like the Chinese government's <laughs> kind of propagandizing like kind of like their attempt to sort of sell technology and, and contracts to Africa versus, you know, like Western countries, um, which it's not horrible in the sense of propaganda because it's like, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, 
they, they, some of it's true, some of it is, is propaganda, but but because it, it, it's there for the propaganda part, it gets in the way a little bit, unfortunately. Because, um, you know, it's not like a fun, like, Seagal Tyson uh, action. It's really more yeah, about like... this this young guy who's there trying to sell, like, 5G tech, or 4G. Maybe it's 4G at that time. Oh, no, it's 4G. 4G. <laughs> so I think it's maybe 4G. It's one of those. Okay, yeah. it's not like, maybe like Airstrike with Willis. You know, just end out of Willis, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah same idea. So, yeah. you know, I think the, the novelty is there. I mean, again, it, I think... For someone like yourself who's seen a lot of Seagal movies, I think it's you, you need to see it for the Seagal factor just to say, like, I've okay. seen that I've seen... Seagal movie. <laughs> there was another one called Clementine, but I guess we should talk about that another day. Yeah, that's where uh, I think yeah. uh, Simon from Explosive Action owns Clementine, but I've, okay. I've never seen it. I think it'd be a never movie. saw it. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's only a Korean language version on YouTube. So. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. one of these days, you know, I'll yeah. get close to the 20 year mark, I'll try to get to it. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. well. Well, yeah. So I guess as, as we're wrapping up, Ty, do, uh, anything that you want to plug? No, I guess I can just plug the site. You know, comeuppunctofviews.net is the website and the podcast, which you're will be on soon. Talk about maybe Madsen. So we'll have to work on that. You might know what number one might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for having me on. I know I kind of, you know, kind of not, you know, kind of glommed on. It's like, wait, it's a good idea. Let me try to pop on quick. You know? <laughs> no, I think this is yeah, perfect. No, I think it's yeah. a perfect idea of this kind of thing yeah. where it's like, I do it as a solo thing just because I just needed something quick and dirty for a right. solo episode. But then yeah. you're like, hey, you know, I, I'd be interested. I, well, I, was, I was happy to, that you were on board. So, because it's like, we got to watch these. So it's yeah, like, it worked no, out very well. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And, and I wanted to quick mention too on your, um, on your, uh, on your your Instagram. Um, oh yeah, Toy Auction Rocks. I gotta do the promotions, right? <laughs> yeah, I think you've got two great. Um, uh, oh, like your last two um, posts. Oh, Steel's Law, right? It's Steel's Law and Distant Justice. Yes, I mean Distant. I have not really gotten into the George Kennedy DTV world so much. <laughs> um, that one looks fantastic. Yeah, it's not. He's not. He's barely in it. It's almost. Yeah. He's like the. I don't know. I forget his character, but it's mostly about this uh, Asian guy named Bunta Sagawara. I think I'm saying that right. And then David Carradine and George Kennedy are hanging around, but yeah, okay, uh, it's one of those. But they have this huge, huge Kennedy face. It's like exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You gotta and then love Steel's it. Steel's Law. That's one I've really got to see. Um, oh, that's a good Williams Fred. Guy. That's a good one because it's like yeah. <laughs> it's classic Fred, with an ending you 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 have to love. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. I was gonna say like you like you you've posted some great ones lately. I mean, um, um oh, you know, uh, uh, what was um, why why am I not thinking of the title <laughs> of the the Anna Nicole Smith one. Um, oh, to the limit. To the limit. Yeah. yeah. Um, which was a yeah. It was a, a fan. It was kind of funny seeing the comments in there because people were like, "Hey, did you know this was a sequel?" And it's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's." it's uh, I did. Yeah, it's Da Vinci's yeah. War too. You know. Right. It's a but... weird sequel, right? Because it's almost like they needed to make a movie, a second movie with Anna Nicole Smith, and they they were like, "Well, you know, hey, you know." Da Vinci's uh, Joe... War scripts hanging around still. <laughs> it's like Joey Travolta. Like... Did you want to make your your sequel here with? Oh geez. Yeah. Or he doesn't say that, but you know, the OGs. Yeah. <laughs> but now Travolta <laughs> is doing these straight to vids now. Again, now he was on break for a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. I want to see uh, that Willis thing too. So I know I already mentioned it. Yeah. But yeah. it's gonna. Yeah, I think we we could definitely if we do another one of these Willis jobs here. I think that might be one that like once it's available. Yeah, once it's available for free. You know, yeah, I think, <laughs> sorry I think for being Travolta, a cheapo, but you know, yeah. best to watch it for free. You know? I mean, I wanna... considering the, the material we got out of, of Johnny Drama, um, yes, that was perfect. I mean, having jo John Travolta, <laughs> that's going to be just so oh, much more material. Oh. I saw the trailer, it's like, okay, this looks like a good one. So, yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, I was going to say, with the volume of Willis out there, I think we yep. can definitely come back and do another one of these for sure. Oh, can't wait to do that if we can just get it all together again. Like, if it's not all on AMC Plus, go all the Hulu or yeah. Netflix, all these other ones. Yeah, Tubi, so, all those. There's, there's, there's yeah. plenty. We out have there, corrective so. measures. We can, we can maybe hang on to that one to get another one. Yeah, Rooker, yeah. I think, could be some, some definitely yeah. something that, you know, Rooker's a guy yeah. that, you know, he's, he kind of, he's always kind of just been around and, um, you know, he he kind of goes up and down, right? Like sometimes he's yeah. in big screen stuff, sometimes he's doing this kind of stuff, and yeah, he's been in that forever. So it's like... yeah, I mean, I mean, he's on um, Walking Dead. He was in the early seasons of Walking Dead, um, which I only saw the early seasons, so that's how I know. Same. I only seen yeah. two seasons. I jumped ship. I was like, eh, okay, yeah. anymore. Yeah, I think like... I jumped after the second season too. I don't know what happened there, but like, eh, I think you are stuck on a farm. It was boring. Yeah, that's all I remember. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna cut it. So. These shows are interesting, right? Like very few. Sh- I think that's kind of one of the, one of the things about like you you watching Blue Bloods and shows like that is that they're they're formulaic, but they have a way of sort of like episode to episode, like just like doing something in the episode. That's yes, worth watching. this one was pretty weak of Blue Bloods, <laughs> but you know, yeah. Tom Selleck is uh, he's like they don't want to go to this other police commissioner's funeral. Because the other police officer may was maybe was corrupt, right? Right. And spoiler, is. he wasn't corrupt. So it's just like because <laughs> right. that's because that's what happens. It's like he always agonizes over every episode about something that it's easily fixable. So it's just like, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, ugh, this is his subplot today. <laughs> so yeah. like, and he sits uh, behind the desk a lot when he's agonizing. And like somebody will yes. come in and he'll like bat like Bridget Moynihan or somebody will come into the office and he'll he'll talk about how he's agonizing about it. It's always agonizing, and some of the dialogue in the dinner scene this uh, episode is pretty brutal. And it's like, yeah. it's like, okay, I almost muted it. It was so annoying. It was yeah. like, <laughs> so maybe it's maybe it's it's sort of hit the tipping point on that. Season. Yeah, it's um, thirteen but, seasons already. So yeah, but I know. Good point. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's amazing. But but I think there is something about like I think with Walking Dead, their mindset is what we're going to be doing, like almost like a thirteen-hour movie. So it's like if this one episode doesn't have a lot happening in it. The next episode will, so people will watch that one, and we'll have the cliffhanger for the next well, episode. And all the that. thing I'll mention lastly is that Blue Bloods is a thirteen-year movie, so it's like, <laughs> it's like a long time. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, there's a lot of when you get into these shows that get up into these levels of seasons, it's 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 amazing because when you think of like a, like a Miami Vice only lasted five, um, or you know, um, you know, some of those those shows that we think of as like really big, you know didn't really last as long but then he's a you know, show like alice like you know like mel's diet was like how did they i think they got like nine or ten seasons out of that and it's like how many seasons of this like going to the you know the diner with mel and and alice and stuff like, <laughs> oh, they, it's all know. we it's all we had you know and then they have two broke girls which sometimes i catch on the you know, cable it's like okay then i just change it quickly but <laughs> right, exactly it's like they're in a diner all the time i assume that's <laughs> that's a good point like, yeah. yeah i mean i had like 15 seasons i don't know how many seasons two broke girls had but yeah. I think I saw like half an episode once, and like maybe it was the first season. But they always show how much money they don't have at the end of the scene. It's like, right. nope, I lost fifty dollars. Ding! And it's like, okay, I see what you're doing there. Right. It's like, yeah. I know it's a it's a comedy show, obviously, but yeah, but it, it's still it's you know it's, it's still I mean, kind of a goofy thing to do. And we can talk about it all day. You can talk about that or how about anger management with Charlie Sheen. But it was like, <laughs> okay, that maybe we're running out of ideas here. But yeah, exactly. Like... <laughs> well, no, but yeah, this was this was a lot of fun. Like I said, yeah, we, thanks. You know, thanks for having obviously, me. Obviously, you know, um, you know, we'll we'll probably be doing more of the the the, the, the list episodes with with, with Brett. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and and those are always great too. I think they're they're kind of a different thing, right? Where you kind of get 
almost like a sampling of, of, of an actor and like a good sense of like what, you know, what if people were want to get more into that, 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 that star. Yeah, Madsen um, will be interesting. Yeah. I think Jeff Fahey's a tough one. But yeah. I mean, Madsen, Madsen's a tough one too, but he definitely has enough material. Yeah. Maybe I mean, if they're two-parter. I think for the Madsen's mostly just the accent. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I got to take some lozenges for that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we have lozenges and tea to get yeah. through the Madsen's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks cool. again thanks again for having me on yeah. it was a lot of fun yeah thanks again for coming on this was, this was a great time and uh, thanks oh, everybody thanks. for listening and we'll, yeah. we'll talk soon okay. bye bye Yeah.